our opinions are our own. Yes. And we truly love you, Shudder. I mean, Master. Welcome back to the Shudcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, today's episode is a little bit different than normal. So if you didn't know, we, uh, in order to unveil our new podcast, Unto the World, we did a Twitch stream uh, to kick things off where we talked about every Friday the 13th movie ever. Um, today's episode is the audio from that Twitch stream. So if you watched it and you want to relive it, great here you go if you missed it and you want to be filled in awesome here you go if you did watch it and you don't want to watch it again or if you didn't watch it and you're not interested uh then fuck off and we'll see you next time and speaking of twitch come join us every other thursday on twitch for our hallow stream show we have games we do fun weird stuff you can uh have us be punished you get to interact with us you can scare us you can demand we do horrible things that cause us pain and discomfort um it's a lot of fun you should join us there uh, it's every other week on twitch at accidental jacket streaming that's the channel that we're on and uh, we hope to see you there uh today's episode is live it's raw it's uncut it is just the audio feed from that twitch stream so It'll be a little different, a little a little looser, not quite the same format you're used to, but you know, change is good, as they say. I don't know who said it. Someone said it, and I agree with them. Change is good. So sit back, relax, because it's a long one. It's a very, very long one. Maybe do two parts, you know? You don't got to do this in one sitting. Um, and enjoy our discussion on every Friday the 13th ever made. Oh, well, Edward Live! Hey, live? Hey. yeah, we're up here live. Wow, hey, live. People see us, people see us, allegedly. People hear, yeah. people hear us, we see each other. Question mark? That's all that matters. That's what's really <laughs> yeah. important to me. Yeah, let's ask them. You can hear us. Has someone Wait. in there say that you can see us? I've never used Twitch. Can people, people are talking to us? People can, can. type in. <laughs> no, right. say, someone just told everyone not to answer. Okay, so we're good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> good news. Welcome to the Shudcast, the Yay! inaugural Yay! first episode, uh, which is a live version of our horror podcast based on the uh, the musings and the, the givings of our god, uh, Shudder, the wonderful yes. horror and thriller app. Now, you want to know who we are? I'm Curtis, like you don't know us already. Curtis. <laughs> I'm Lucas. And I'm Cody. And I'm Austin. And the four of us hooligans are going to be uh, talking about horror movies every week. Every week? Is that how it's going to be in the actual podcast format? Probably the other week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. For now? 
Yes. Point is, we've been working on this son of a gun since December when, Cody, you brought me an idea. And Lucas, actually, as well. Right. I got bored one day and decided to sit down and write out every horror movie that I'd never seen that <laughs> someone told me I should watch in some way, shape, or form. And that list was insane. 450 movies. That list is a behemoth. And, and I couldn't movie. believe that. Uh, I've been watching horror movies since I was small. Couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. So I shared that with Lucas. Yeah, I remember, I remember that day you accosted me in front of a Munster's pinball machine <laughs> and said, read this. And I said, what is this? And it was this big, long whap of, a, of an Excel sheet. And I was like, what are these? How come... How come uh, Haunted House, what's that movie called? House LLC? Haunted House LLC? Hell House LLC. Hell House LLC. That's like fours or twos on here, but not one. And he's like, well, these are just the ones I haven't seen. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. It's correct. So well, um, Lucas confirmed my belief that I might have come up with a list that was weird. Maybe. It was just all of them. Right. <laughs> but I was surprised. So then I thought, let's show it to Curtis, who has seen a lot of movies. A handful. Oh, uh, we might be frozen. Wait, is this Twitch's fault? This is, great. This is a bunch of things' fault. Oh, well, we should keep talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. No, we should it. keep we talking. Do well, regardless, so I, I decided yeah. to show this list to Curtis, who's yep. seen a lot of movies. Uh, his letterboxed account will speak to that. Oh, yeah. Um, just to check myself, and I was pleasantly surprised to see that Curtis had only seen, what was it, like 30? Yeah, I, for some reason I gravitated towards 70, but maybe it was like 30 or something. It was very few. It was a small fraction. <laughs> right. Well, it's a big and, list. And when I'd gone through this list in the first place, uh, I, my wife was sitting there the whole time, and uh, she went, I think she probably realized that it was, what do we call this, a waste of time? <laughs> and then she, uh, she was like, you guys should, you should just start a podcast with it. Mm-hmm. So I got to give my wife the credit for the podcast. Yo, Maddie. That, Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Lucas Maddie. And, Lucas and Curtis were both interested. Austin, we were concerned, was too busy. Yeah, which is a mistake. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so Austin became a guest. Mm-hmm. And as listeners will find. Yeah, I never left. He never left. Yep. Maybe in episode four. Yeah. Even after we trying to put criteria and hazing in there, he mm-hmm. never left. No, nope. couldn't get rid of him. But yep. we love him. We want him yep. here. Uh, thanks, guys. No, but we uh, we pivoted sort of from that initial list in in that we were like, how you know? Of course, everyone wants to listen to uh, three and a half white dudes uh, <laughs> talk about talk about horror movies ad nauseum. But right. how do we put a, in, a spin on it? And we all have Shutter accounts, and so we decided why not just go through the entire Shutter library, which is ever changing and always super eclectic. But it's like mm-hmm. a lot of those movies are on on this service. Let's just brand ourselves immediately. Let's let's reach out. Let's appeal to Shutter, and uh, be their most unofficial and uh, abhorrent thing they probably can't get rid of. So yeah, we're just gonna keep knocking on that door till Shutter answers. Keep knocking on. And this is, by the way, the Shudcast is S H U D cast, so that's yeah. an acronym. In 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 uh, spirit of a, a horror movie, which you probably know of already, Lucas, what is Shud? What, is, what does Shud stand for? Uh, shutters horrifically undesirable degenerates. Perfect. That's us. That's that us. Describes baby. us beautifully. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you're. That's what you're here to do. And tonight, we're going to divulge what we. You've probably seen if you follow any of us on online, which all of you do. Yeah. Us, and you're probably our moms. Um, yes. We mm-hmm. are going. Hi, over- Mrs. Cody's mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're going over the entire Friday the 13th franchise. All of it. Bloody bit. Every All 12 pieces of hmm. art, cinematic wonder, which were all just prequels to Jason X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 11 and prequels started, and one current film. When this and came all, up, there were eight, eight of the 12 Friday titles were available on Shutter. They have uh, disappeared from there, but that didn't stop us. And we went the extra mile and watched the other four. And then three of us watched the almost seven hour documentary on all 12 of those movies. So my past week has been solely this project. And how is your relationship doing? Uh, it's rocky. I've definitely hit the end of what is acceptable with something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and were I to do another thing like this, it would have to be at least a year from now. No more, no more schlock films for the foreseeable future? Not in such rapid succession and in such... Because I, I, this past week I've been getting up before her, so I've been getting up around like eight or something. And so then I just go in and start one because I've been doing like three, three a day. So she's been wake, waking up to screaming and stabbing and falling asleep <laughs> and stabbing, <laughs> save for a day here and there for the past week. So she's done. She's done. Mm -hmm. And so, they only get better as you get later in the series. They only get more and more tolerable. <laughs> yes. yes, it's a perfect incline. Now, has it affected your guys' as watching these in succession uh, so rapidly affected anyone's dreams? Because I was informed that this morning around 3 a.m. I yelled out help very loudly <laughs> oh my. in my sleep. Oh, God. Yeah, no. I haven't like that. had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept pretty soundly, actually. And so yeah. these have been these. Have, I've come to find these films have been nice comfort, like a comfort blanket to me. Like uh -huh. It's just a good. It's they're not particular scary subjective. They're not particularly scary, you know. Right. They're they're just kind of fun times with some some gruesome friends. You know? They're fun, that, yeah, just fun. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what happens with COVID nineteen. That's right. Yes. I would also like to give my thanks to COVID-19 because if it weren't for the quarantine, there's no fucking way I'd be able to watch <laughs> how, I don't know, 20 hours of this? More than that. At least plus, plus the documentary? Yeah, I'm including the documentary. 20, yeah. 30, yeah. whatever it is in yeah. a week. So thank you, COVID-19, for allowing mm -hmm. us to do this stupid, stupid project. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> are always now. talking about how long it would take to watch Harry po all the Harry Potter movies at once or all the Lord of the Rings movies uncut at once. That's mm -hmm. nothing compared to these. Yeah. Right. Especially because these are so, because there's so many changing of hands with like directors and producers and writers. So they, they're also pretty disjointed as a whole. So it's, it's not like a Lord of the Rings where you have like a continuous story to like latch onto. There's this constant like, uh, wait, which, which one is this? Where am I? How did the last one end? Oh, oh. Okay, not going to worry about that? Okay. Yeah, it's like even to the point where Jason's not even in the first movie. This is true. Spoiler alert. The most famous tidbit is that Jason is not the killer in Friday the 13th, the OG. So, mm -hmm. And it took till movie two and then till movie three to get the famous hockey mask. Three so, for the hockey mask. 
shit. We're going to be getting into all of that uh-huh. very, very shortly. But yeah, you can typically, we, we run the gamut of all things horror. We'll watch yeah. all atrocious shit. We've watched some really atrocious, atrocious, <laughs> horrifying <laughs> stuff, fun stuff, weird stuff, all kinds of stuff. Tonight, we're residing in Camp Crystal Lake. Now, what do we, do we want to, do we want to shove these down? Do we want to do our drinking game? We're going to do a, our shutdown, which is where we normally, there's now a time limit, but normally someone has to do a, a now 60 second recap mm-hmm. of, of a movie. But because there are 12 here, um, we've decided to do a drinking game style shutdown where one of us will start to unfold the entire story. And then when they can't remember, uh, take too long of a pause, fuck something up. They have to drink, and it goes to the next person to, to continue on. So we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> should should we, we just go around in the little, in like a clockwise of yeah. what our setup? Well, right I think all our setups are different. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. That's possible. I don't know. I have Lucas top left. I'm top right. Curtis bottom left. Cody bottom right. Yeah, it's going to be different. Yeah, because I'm top right. Lucas, yes. I'm top right too. Yeah. I think, I think it puts you in the top right. Anyway, before we do that, should we uh, tell people what we are drinking? Because I'm proud of mm-hmm. my pun. Mm-hmm. You should be. Yeah. Do you want to kick it off? With oh, I'll little? kick it off. So for this drinking game, I will be drinking a Jason Takes Manhattan. Ah. That's brilliant of us all, clearly. That yeah. After part eight of, of the series. <laughs> That's part eight, yeah. I, Curtis, I am drinking the uh, Sleeping Bag Hot Box Spicy Margarita. Put a <laughs> habanero margarita together, and uh, you'll know what that reference is probably in a little bit and why my mm-hmm. lips are fucked because I've been putting <laughs> habanero <laughs> juice all over my Habanero is fucking spicy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm drinking uh, the very nice uh, small batch whiskey uh, bourbon that uh, Austin got me. It's just it's Jefferson's. Oh, it was his uh, birthday. It was my birthday was. recently. I sent him a shit ton of booze. <laughs> oh my God, so much. <laughs> that DoorDash guy was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. What is what happens when you learn what Drizzly is and get an unemployment check? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Do, uh, did you say Jizzly? <laughs> yeah, you got that one too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cody. Cody, what you drinking? Bourbon. I just bourbon. That's such a that's way a glass is way too small. Are you a giant now? <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's it's a means of keeping myself humble and also not asleep while we do this. Fair. Yeah. We're old Fair now. Enough. Fair enough. All right. So now, who's going to start? Lucas, real quick, check yes. in with the with the stream. How are we doing over there? Yeah. How's the stream? Going? Oh, we got Live we got a bunch of people here. We got Sir Brian Forrest commenting. Oh, oh Brian's in there too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Jesse Jesse Soros. Ooh, Jess Hendricks, shout out. Oh, yes. Joining. Um, we, uh, Shepinus is here. Yay, yeah. Shepinus. Shepinus. <laughs> she said $1 donation shots, right? That's yeah. my friend. I don't know. I, it's my friend, Shepinus. Oh, thank you, Shepinus. Thank you. Maybe? And then a Mc, McFly is here. Oh, that's Ernesto. Hey, Ernesto. Ernesto. And then Nola Hudat. That's my buddy. I don't know who that. Okay. <laughs> are, now, are, how's our video? You think we're are we live? Or are we? Oh are yeah. We, oh, no, we, uh, I got it back up and running. We've been oh, we've good. been back for quite some time. Great. Great. That's right. good news. Yeah. yeah. So where are we starting? 
Um, let's go in alphabetical order by our names. And I don't know why I did that because now I have to go first. <laughs> um, so, I'm oh, but now I got to figure out Cody and Curtis. Okay. <laughs> it's so me, and me Curtis. Cody, Curtis, Lucas. Yep. Yes. We'll go round and round. I'm really Cody. hoping it gets well. to eight before it gets to me. So <laughs> go ahead. Go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to kick it off. Friday the 13th, the original one is the story of camp counselors who are at Crystal Lake. The year before, a couple counselors had been murdered, um, but they don't care. They're going to do camp anyway. So they're there early, and they're setting up. And one by one, people start getting murdered and stabbed, and no one knows who's doing it. And then, lo lo and behold, slowly over time, uh, they're dying. And then uh, at the end, this very nice lady shows up, and you think that she's there to help. But, oh, no, twist. She's the killer because she's mad that in 1958 or previously – uh, her son, her mongoloid son had drowned because the counselors were doing sex and drugs and stuff and not paying attention. So she's there to murder everybody. Oh no, last girl is very upset at this for obvious reasons. So she's running away and they end up by the lake and they have a confrontation and last girl chops her head off. She chops the head off of Mrs. Voorhees. The threat is over. She, for I don't know why, she gets on a boat and drifts out into the middle of the lake for the rest of the night. In the morning, the cops are here. The movie's over. It's fine. Oh, no! Little river rat boy comes out of the swamp, the the depths, and grabs her by the the neck. She wakes up in a hospital. She's confused. She asks about the little boy. They say, there's no little boy. She says, then he's still out there. And he is still out there because there's 11 more movies. (laughs) Part two opens up. It's uh, five years later. Let's cut to, let's cut to Cody. Part two. Got through a movie. Yeah. Uh, part <laughs> yeah. two uh, begins two months after part one ends. Uh, the final girl in part one, Alice, uh, she's uh, obviously traumatized. She's walking around her uh, apartment house thing, and she opens the refrigerator, and oh, holy shit, Mrs. Voorhees' head that she cut off is in the refrigerator, and then she gets an ice pick to the temple because, yeah, um, I guess somebody kills her. And then moving on, uh, five months later, uh, or no, five years later, five months, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> all right. So some indeterminate amount of time later, but it's pretty soon after. <laughs> new counselors are coming to reopen Camp Blood because that's the new nickname it has since everyone was killed there a few times now. And so these new counselors are excited. They're stoked. One's in a wheelchair. He's a good dude. Uh, a bunch of them are about to go into, into town and party. And some of them stay back. And a bag-headed monster creature starts killing them. This, lo and behold, is the first time we see Jason Voorhees in these. Um, he kills methodically all of them in really great fashion. One good kill was a... Is a that's not this movie. <laughs> 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 that's not, that's not. Oh, no. Uh, oh, shit. okay so some of them went into town to drink and have fun and some stayed back and there's this lady and she gets naked and goes swimming and then she comes back and her her pervy dude i don't think it's her boyfriend but this pervy guy is like "Ah, i stole your clothes and he gets hung upside down so then she goes to look for stuff and comes back and oh he's been chopped and then everyone else gets chopped and the wheelchair guy gets chopped and it's the best part of the whole series and then so slowly everyone's getting chopped a couple of them come back from the bar oh no everyone's been chopped so then they go and they i i think jason finds them i don't know they run and they end up in his little hovel where he lives and there's a little <laughs> shrine 
and her head's there. That's a severed head. And but she sees the sweater, and she's a child psychologist, so she knows I can trick him with everything I've learned. So she puts on the sweater, and Jason's confused when he shows up because is this mom? Is this a lady? I don't know. So then she tricks him with the psychology and says, "I'm I'm your mom. You can put it down. It's fine." And that tricks him, and I don't remember how they get back to the house. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> uh, and then they, uh, pa- uh, Paul and Ginny walk back to the house and, uh, and uh, Jason goes through the window and pulls Ginny out of the window and, oh shit, she wakes up and she's in a hospital bed and Paul's gone and then he never comes back again. And then we move on to part three. And in the beginning of part three, Jason goes to the local uh, uh, convenience store to get new clothes. He kills the, uh, 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 the owners of the shop. Oh, and then we flash to a group of kids uh, the next day uh, that are going for a weekend at Chris's house. Uh, Chris may or may not have been raped by Jason two years ago. Um, And then uh, uh, they piss off some bikers and uh, they go to the cabin and then the bikers come to the cabin and the bikers try to fuck everything up. But Jason kills them. And then there's a prankster kid who's the loser and he tries to scare everybody because he's mean and an idiot. And he has a hockey mask and Jason kills him and takes the hockey mask. And, 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 all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that take that away from you and uh, start back at the beginning because you forgot to mention the 3D nature of this film when uh, our lovely convenience store people are putting stuff at the screen and we get a whole bunch of 3D stuff. So yes, Shelley is the man who was responsible for giving Jason his mask, his famous hockey mask. He is the biggest douche, second biggest douche in my opinion of the entire series. Anyway, so the biker gang comes to try and bully these these kids, and then Jason comes back and kills them. And then there's a girl who's at the lake who wants to take a skinny dip and swim. And then Jason just plods out all meandering like and, uh, and fuck. Lucas, you know? Lucas, <laughs> fuck. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> damn, it, damn it, Lucas. I know I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, so the main thing I remember about this movie is that it's in 3d cause I hated all the 3d effects so much. But anyway, there's, uh, you know, your typical Friday the 13th, confrontations and, J- and Jason's moving around but anyway the loser kid Cody mentioned had the hockey mask and Jason finds it and that's how he gets his hockey mask and then he gets tricked into getting kicked out of the, the, the barn and he's hung by his neck and oh no it's all over no it's not he's still alive so then she axes him in the face and that's how he gets that notch that's in his mask for the rest of the series which I enjoyed quite a bit uh, she finds her way into, into a boat uh, and she's in a dreamlike state, and she sees Jason in a, in a window, and he's coming after her, and she's scared, but oh no, it's just a dream, everything's safe. But oh no, at the very end, instead of little mongoloid boy Jason, it's now Jason's mom pops up, and she's all goopy and dead, and she grabs her in the boat and pulls her out. And that's how that movie ends. And then there's part four, which I don't remember how it begins, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> uh, and in part four... Um, uh, we start with introductions to the characters, which is a, a woman, and she's having some issues with her psychologist or therapist, whoever it is, and that person thinks that he doesn't, she doesn't know what the fuck's wrong with her. She's actually telekinetic. And they all go to the <laughs> cabin. Oh, 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 this is where they all like, start blending together. <laughs> Part four intros not only a new group of kids to camp, but a family, the most famous family outside of the Voorhees in this franchise, the Jarvis family. Uh, young Tommy Jarvis, his sister, his uh, newly single mother go out to their campsite, uh, which is a house in Calabasas, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and then the other kids camp house is right next door about 50 feet away so there crispin glover is all pissed off because he's a he's a dead fuck and he doesn't know that he can't you can't really have sex with women very well and so jason comes back 
is this is the is he hiding himself in a barn? That was three. <laughs> that was three. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you open with a question. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say he fucked right. up. So, uh, okay. so four is you have the Jarvis family and these kids are going up there to party because they're going to party all weekend in the in the house next door. And they're up there. They're partying. They're having a good time. There's a lot of nudity. There's some hot twins. They go back to the house to have a nice night of drinking and fun. And lo and behold, Jason hates all that. So he shows up and he's there and he starts, you know, picking them off one by one. Chop, chop, stab, stab. And there's mayhem. And then uh, we get to the end and there's a big confrontation and... Uh, little little Tommy, played by Corey Feldman, has a great idea to cut up his cut his hair up all weird so that Jason will think he's like him. And he comes down and he's like, "Jason, look, I'm like you." And he's he pauses for long enough that they're able to trick him and they're able to stab him in the face with the machete. And then Tommy Jarvis goes fucking crazy and just chomp chomp chomp, just stabby stab with the machete. And he, you think maybe he's losing it. Then we go to a hospital and and the sister's okay and she wants to see her brother. And then her brother comes in and they hug and he looks right at the camera all creepy like he's going to be the scary next jason and that's how four ends cody get it oh and then at the beginning of part five uh it's x amount of years later we're not really sure and tommy jarvis is uh, in a mental institution he's being moved to a different mental institution uh where there's a bunch of other people uh nudity ensues and drugs and eventually uh this guy who's crazy kills somebody else for uh giving him a chocolate bar because he's an asshole and crazy and then they move forward and um Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look, yeah. Terrible oh. chocolate face guy gets killed, and then there's ambulance guys that come and uh, take the body away. Lo and behold, there's something happening here, but we don't know what. Jason's back all of a sudden. Who knows why? Uh, he starts killing maybe gay uh, greasers on the side of the streets, and then he comes and starts killing these already mentally ill kids who are just there to get some help. Uh, just kills them off all, all weird and terrible, and there's the, there's the one belt kill, which is really great. Uh, that's, that's, that's a standout. And then uh, Tommy's doing some kung fu because this is t- kung fu Tommy, and he does he has some sick moves, and he disappears for a long time. We think that Tommy might be the killer of this one, uh, and then we get to the point where nope, it's not. They Tommy comes back and he's fighting Jason in a barn. Back to the three in the barn stuff, he's fighting Jason. They kick him out of the barn, impaled. Mask comes off. It's Roy. Roy is the ambulance driver, person, father of chocolate mouth kid, and. It's a new beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do six, Lucas. Okay, so this one is Tommy Jarvis starts with Tommy Jarvis again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go to dig up the grave of Jason to finally get rid of him. But this is the first time we see that electricity uh, really does it for Jason. <laughs> so uh, Jason's back. Um, he starts killing everybody. Uh, uh, and this is fuck. <laughs> that was the farthest I ever got. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the W. Proud of you, proud of you. Tommy, Tommy Jarvis has resurrected Jason, and he's awake now, and he's like a crazy, crazy zombie version of Jason. And he's a he's a Crystal Lake. He's about to wreak havoc. Tommy Jarvis knows this, and he's trying to warn everyone. But they say, "Hey, we don't like you talking about Jason because we've renamed our town, and we're trying to get past all that shit. And you're bringing it all back up, so we're gonna lock you in jail." So he's fighting to get out and he gets out and he meets up with the cop's daughter and he's like, you got to help me. And she thinks he's hot. So she does help him and they go to find Jason. And uh, I think they do. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they do. (laughs) Cody. 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 (laughs) 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 
<laughs> this is the first Friday movie that has actual children in it. Yes, these, yes. these children are at Thank Camp you. Crystal Lake, which go. is in Georgia. They filmed this one in Georgia. And there are kids here, and the, the, the uh, counselors are left astray because Tony Goldwyn and his girl, who's actually the wife of the director of the film, get killed by Jason because he's just out patrolling the borders, Jason is. So kills them. The counselors now have to fend for themselves with these children. And then you have these kids who think that they're just going to have fun doing archery and shit. No, uh, weird, weird court guy is going to tell them about some really terrible Native American facts. And then <laughs> Jason comes back, starts uh, lop, lopping these people off. In the, in the only nudeless uh, uh, entry in the franchise, the, nude, the most un-nude sex scene ever with Court and, and his homegirl, mm-hmm. uh, they get killed. Jason has an affinity, again, for pulling out uh, electrical plugs. That's, that's his MO. Um, and then Jason walks into camp, threatens to kill a bunch of kids, but he, he doesn't. And then uh, the sheriff, who is the girl's uh, father, uh, it really thinks that Tommy is, Jason, is, is actually killing these people because he has an obsession with Jason. So there's a car chase. There's a, we already skipped the past a really bad paintball scene. There's a car mm-hmm. chase. And then we realize that the, the sheriff knows it's not uh, Tommy doing the Jason murders, that it is Jason. They have a standoff. And then he kills the sheriff, which is their father. And then the girl goes back to console the kids. Tommy has an idea. He's going to wrap Jason in a bunch of chains and sink him to the bottom of fucking Camp Crystal Lake. And Jason is really confused. He doesn't know who to kill. Is it the girl? Is it the kids? Is it Tommy? And Tommy's in the boat in the camp. And he's like, hey, you pussy, come here. And so Jason <laughs> goes out to the lake and just walks on in. And then he light, Tommy lights a fire around the boat. And, and the girl just sits there and watches for a really, really long time. And it's really a shame. What a, what a girl. And, uh, and Jason comes up and grabs him. Tommy gets him, wraps him up, sticks him to the back. But he's kind of almost dead himself. And so the girl finally comes out, swims out, gets Tommy and kicks Jason away. And actually doesn't kick him away. Puts the the moat the the boat the boat <laughs> the boat motor in his in his in his gullet, and then mm-hmm. brown spew comes up, and he's at the bottom. And uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lucas, seven. Okay, seven. Uh, we meet uh, a girl who's on a boat who's run away from her house, which I think is at Camp Crystal at Crystal Lake. Also, it's at a lake. It's at a lake. She's on a boat on a lake, and she's running away because her mom's getting beaten up by her dad. And then uh, uh, you find kind of find out that she thinks she has telekinetic powers, uh, but really it was Jason from the bottom that came up from the depths of the lake and killed her dad. Uh, flash forward so much time. Uh, the doctor from Tammy and the T-Rex has brought her. Oh, that's where they get to Crab Crystal Lake. Okay, now now they're back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Now they, she brought her back. <laughs> you guys, let me do this. <laughs> no, and she's a little girl. She's very upset, and she does have telekinetic powers, and she does accidentally kill her dad. Jason is not there. So years and years later, she goes back to that lake house with the doctor because he's trying to incite these powers out of her to see what she's capable of. She's very upset at this. She's she's sitting out by the lake and she's using her powers because she's upset. And unbeknownst to her, she accidentally releases Jason from his watery prison. Um, there's, uh, then there's a party house uh, again next door. And so she goes to hang out with some of the party kids and she meets the super, super hot guy, Nick. And anyway, they're hanging out partying and Jason's back and he's pissed because he's always pissed and he looks incredible. He's like half rotten. His spine's hanging out. He looks gnarly and gross and wonderful. 
And so they, they fight Jason and he's, you know, obviously killing everybody. He slowly kills everybody. Then they get to the end and she's fighting him with her telekinetic powers. He's finally met his match and they go all through the house and they're smashy, smashy and all kinds of shit. She gets him out in the road and he gets uh, electrocuted and stuff. And then I, I, it ends. <laughs> 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 all right. Part, uh, part eight. Yeah. Part eight. Uh, yeah. Inexplicably, there's a lot. Uh, right. Part eight? Yeah, we're yeah, on part eight. Go, go, go. You didn't know which movie you're on again. <laughs> <laughs> part eight opens with a group of, group of kids who had just graduated high school, so they're about to go on their cool, cool-ass fucking uh, graduation field trip, the whole school together on a boat that somehow gets from a, a, a lake to New York City. The name of this movie is Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, so they go from Crystal Lake to New York City. We get This movie's maybe 88, 88 minutes. We get a solid 57 of those minutes on this boat in this <laughs> in this random lock that they're never leaving. And uh, there's a guitar girl. She gets axed. There's Kelly Wu, who's an X-Men. Woo! She's great. She Yep. <laughs> she gets axed. Uh, macheted. Um, the... the, the, the <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 so they, people start dying on the boat, and the girl is having uh, hallucinations of Jason, uh, which I can't fucking remember why she's hallucinating about him. Go. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were. I think we were already on the boat. So Jason found his way onto the boat in insane ways, but he's on a boat to Manhattan. He's slowly chopping up everybody on the boat as they make their way to to Manhattan. The boat. So they the the final survivors get on a lifeboat because they're like, we just got to get out of here. So they got on. There's like about six of them or something. They got on a lifeboat. They're rowing and they're rowing and they're hoping they're going the right direction. And they don't know. Lo and behold, they see the Statue of Liberty and the World Trade Center is in this movie so they are ecstatic to see these new york icons they've made it to new york city they row ashore um and they're trying to figure out what to do next and uh oh jason's fucking swam <laughs> from wherever they are to new york city <laughs> so he comes up onto the dock and he finds them and oh shit now we got to deal with jason in manhattan and this manhattan is toronto and also a dystopian <laughs> nightmare hellscape with sludge barrels and and criminals laying around everywhere so these people before they can even figure out what to do these criminals show up and they're gonna they take all their money and they take the girl because they're they inject her with heroin and they're gonna have their way with her um but jason actually kind of saves the day by killing those thugs and they all show off and this had one of my absolute favorite deaths with the the boxer kid gets jason on a rooftop and they box and and jason punches his head off <laughs> and then you know they go through the subway and they go through times square a little bit and then the end of this one holy shit so they find their way into the sewers and some guy down there tells them that every night at midnight the sewers fill with toxic sludge they need to leave jason's there too uh oh so they're trying to get out and they go up this ladder and they're kind of stuck and jason's gonna get them but the toxic sludge comes and hits jason and he gets all melty and weird and then turns Turns into a little boy version of Jason, and that's how it ends. Uh, <laughs> Cody, part nine. Excellent part work. nine. Uh, Jason miraculously makes it back to Camp Crystal Lake area region ish, and then uh, 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 the somehow he possesses the body of the local 
Fuck. Eh, eh, eh. Uh, part part nine. Yes, Jason goes to hell. Jason is uh, somehow. Yep, he is tricked into a, an FBI scenario where a girl is acting like she's this innocent little camp counselor. She's not. She lures Jason into a uh, giant plot where these FBI agents just obliterate him. They shoot him to fuck all. They blow him up. It's just pieces, pieces everywhere. And then, but no, Jason is actually a a. There's a force inside Jason that's not just Jason Voorhees. And so this force. In the morgue, comes back and 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 uh, did, t- takes control of the morgue person, and it's gruesome. It is just a gnarly ass film, and so Jason is a spirit. So Jason's just traveling around, killing, out, trying to trying to get back to Crystal Lake and find his sister. So the idea is that only someone that of the Voorhees bloodline can kill actual Jason. So sister's there. Sister's got a daughter. That daughter's got daughters. There is a, a weird uh, bounty hunter guy who seems to know a shit ton about it. They sh- they shoot it at the L.A. River. Um, they <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 Lucas. Uh, okay, so weird bounty hunter guy knows so much about how to kill him and tells them that the only way to kill Jason is to use a blood relative of Jason using a special dagger. Um, and then the niece uses the dagger and sends Jason to hell. And then uh, once Jason goes to hell, you see Freddy's hand come up out of the dirt where apparently Freddy Krueger lives now underground. That's just the whole goddamn thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get into it because I fucking love that one. So Jason X. Okay, somehow Jason is trapped in this in this military facility, and they want to transfer him somewhere else because they want to study his regenerative regenerative body properties. And the lady who works there is like, "You're crazy. He's he's crazy." They don't pay attention, and he gets loose, and he kills all of them, including David Cronenberg. And then they're so he's chasing that lady, and she's able to trick him into going into the cryogenic freezing chamber, and she freezes. But uh oh, he stabs her at the last minute, so then she gets frozen too. Fast forward four hundred years in the future, <laughs> and these. The Earth—I can't believe I'm saying this. The desolate wasteland, and the science exploration team is rummaging around, and they find the two bodies. So they grab them and they put them on their ship, and they decide to reanimate them because they can do that in the future. And the first lady wakes up, and she's like, "What's going on?" They're like, "It's super in the future. We reanimated your body." And then, unbeknownst to them, Jason's slowly thawing out, and he's getting pissy because there's people on board this ship who're doing weird sex stuff, and so he wakes up and he's start stabbing and freezing and smashing and stabbing and then they run around to the ship and the most insane fucking nonsense happens for a while and then to the point where jason fights a robot lady (laughs) who blows off his limbs and then he gets accidentally like reanimated by the ship to be a super jason with a robo arm and a robo leg and then they're able to trick him uh, to buy themselves time to get off the ship by, by pr- making him think he's back in Crystal Lake. And there are these two ladies who are talking about how they're doing drugs and they want to do sex and they take their tops off. And he, he puts, they're both in sleeping bags and he bashes one of them with the sleeping bag of the other one. And it is wonderful. <laughs> anyway, they get off the ship. Jason gets, is in space and flying through space. And, the, and there's a, a, a guy who flies by and grabs him and they re-enter the Earth atmosphere it's new earth new earth's earth two earth two <laughs> and then you see his mask float to the bottom of a pond and that's it and that's <laughs> jason x oh cody get out <clears throat> yeah i don't remember shit about the beginning of that awful fucking freddy versus jason movie move on 
All right, Freddy versus Jason. So we're back in time now. Jason X has not happened. Uh, the internet's been clamoring, not even the internet, just people on, fa- on letters to Fangoria clamoring for Fre- Freddy versus Jason for so long. Eventually, Kane Hodder gets fucked out of the role. Enter mm-hmm. Ken Kersinger as Jason. <clears throat> um, this, is a, this is essentially a Freddy movie. So Freddy is, is pissed off because no one's afraid of him anymore. And he lives off fear. So he's like, how can I get you know, fucking fear back? So he finds Jason in hell, r- throws him out into the, into the earthly realm where he's killing people and people in in Springwood, Ohio, uh, where Nightmare on Elm Street takes place. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we meet our kids on Elm Street uh, who get reunited with the kids who were affected by Freddy uh, inside uh, a mental institution. Um, They get released, I don't know how, uh, back into a rave in a cornfield where uh, Jason starts slicing up uh, people, um, and then uh, Freddy is slowly entering the minds of passed out drunk ravers. Uh, to and, and and then and then one of those and then one of those uh, people high on ecstasy starts talking about Freddy again. They're like, "Oh, fucking get out of here!" Uh, Kelly Rowland's here also, and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so Freddy's plan is working. They're all getting afraid of Freddy, but Jason's killing everybody. And Freddy's like, "Hey, man, you're fucking my shit up. You're killing too many people." So then um, the people decide that Jason is the better of two evils than Freddy. So what they're going to do is they're going to bring Jason back to Crystal Lake because once he's in Crystal Lake, he kind of hangs out there and he's not going to bug him anymore. And then what they're going to do is they're going to trick Freddy into coming into the real world. So he has to fight Jason in the real world because they fought earlier in the dream world and Freddy beat the shit out of him because he can do all kinds of weird dream psycho shit. So anyway, the lady goes into the dream. We see Jason. He, he gets humanized way too much and you feel very bad for him. And Freddy's there and uh uh-oh but she's able to grab him and pull him into the real world and so then they have this big fight and they're punching and stabbing and and launching oxygen tanks at each other and they have this big whole long fight and it gets down to the end and you think freddy's won and he's about to claw the lady but oh no jason pops up and stabs uh uh, freddy with uh, freddy's severed arm and then he goes down and then the lady chops his head off and he and and then it ends with jason coming out of the lake holding freddy's head and freddy winks right to camera suggesting there will be more there is not ever more (laughs) (laughs) and then we're uh we go into a new old same who knows i think i think think we finished that's another movie there's another movie movie. there's another movie that's not canon Michael Bay steps in. He's, the, he's had a really great time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> I got interrupted. <laughs> yeah, go, go for it, Cody. Sorry, go for it, Cody. Get it. <laughs> New timeline, maybe. Who knows? Uh, and a bunch of people uh, go go to a camp, and they're at Crystal Lake, and then Jason shows up, Baghead Jason, and he kills everybody. Nice little fanfare. Uh, a girl gets is in a fucking sleeping bag over a fire and she gets banged against the tree a bunch of times and dies. And oh, no, I'm now confusing two movies. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is the sleeping bag oven. She just uh, kind of burns alive inside that sleeping bag. The best cold open in maybe some of horror history. Uh, and then we get we get introduced to one of the girls lives, but she, she's got this lock locklet necklace on where it has Jason's mom's photo in it. So Jason doesn't kill her. He just keeps her in a in his weird little torture dungeon underneath because he can tunnel. This Jason can tunnel and he has feelings. He lives my chemical romance and it's fantastic <laughs> and so jared padalecki shows up because he's the brother of the sister who's chained up in the basement and they and that's he's looking for his sister and that's new group of kids going to this this uh lake house with with uh, tr- 
Trevor. Oh God, no, that's not his name. Lucas. <laughs> 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 Lucas didn't finish this movie. Um, so yeah, they, there's this douchey guy, and he's going to party up at his dad's rich ass, big ass lake house, and they're all there. You know, they want to just you know smoke the drugs and do the sex and have a good time. And as they're doing that one by one, Jason doesn't like that, so he starts uh, stabbing them all with his machete. Um, and then the, slowly they make their way down to just Padalecki and the, the girl and they find their way down into Jason's little hovel dungeon and they find the, his sister chained up. Uh, and so they are able to release her and they're on the run. And as they're on the run, the one girl gets stabbed, but the sister lady is fine and they make their way out and they have this final confrontation and they're able to, you know, kind of subdue, not really kill Jason, but subdue him. And they think it's over and they're on the pier and they're throwing his mask and machete back into the lake and it's all tranquil. And oh, Jason pops up out of the dark. And that's how the whole fucking thing ends. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Lucas, Lucas, how there's many a TV show. <laughs> Lucas, how many viewers did we lose? Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Success. Woo. Victory. Well, I'm drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, in your, you didn't answer for the first well, several okay, movies. Well, okay, all right, okay, because I I didn't get a chance to rewatch the first four like you guys did because I watched, I just took it to account and I'm like, ah, they're essentially the same movie, mm -hmm. right? Because I think only I rewatched them. Oh, really? Fuck me then. Yeah, I was okay. watching first, those first four are kind of hard to get through, uh, to explain. I had yeah. very foggy myself. Yeah, because yeah. I because we started, so we talked about watching all of these when Curtis was like, I'm getting through all the F-13s, guys. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I guess we all got to get through the F-13s, right? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and so I had watched the first four probably like two weeks ago. And so, and then I got through the rest like yesterday. So that's why all the other Jesus. ones are so fresh in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the yeah. and the last the latter the latter half for me are just like I they just are fucking mush. But at the same time, I I mean my brain is mush right now. I've gone yeah. through uh, what two weeks of almost nothing mm -hmm. but this. That's why when you said like how has it affected your guys' dreams, I don't dream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I dream in gobbledygook yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's been a real slog of a week of constant Jason and then to get into this situation and try and put what goes where with what has been very difficult. I was so impressed with the rest of you guys. I was like, oh, no, you stopped. I put my hands on my oh. head several times. Like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? And, Austin's and, you know, the Jason Voorhees of recap of shutting me down. <laughs> he really is. That was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and on this note, though, I do want to I do want to give a shout out to my beloved wife who is still married to me after yes, thank you, Maddie. This, who watched all of them. And I'll note that she was asleep for many of them, but when she woke up, she'd just go, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. She said that for almost every single one that she woke up for. And I kept trying to be like, no, 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 this one's not that bad. She goes, no, this is the worst one. But on Jason X, I was like, we have to watch this one together. Mm -hmm. And that one, she is convinced is the single worst movie she has ever seen. <laughs> and I broke her on Jason X. That's fair. That's a really oh, fair. You, I disagree entirely. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, um, Maddie and Kaylin, uh, Austin's Austin's fiance. We thank yeah. you both for allowing this to happen. I thank, thank my, you, my Maddie cold and Kaylin. In bed. Uh, that allows me to get through all this. It's, <laughs> it's quite nice, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my been, gimp didn't have anything to say about. 
I'm <laughs> <laughs> podcasting. Sorry. <laughs> oh. So that's so anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Moving on. So we're about to get into some of our our awards, but just before that, mm-hmm. what we talked about how kind of affected ourselves. I want to just say that I truly enjoyed this experience and mm-hmm. I came out of this having I also three of us watched the seven hour documentary. Wow. Um I fucking love every single one of these goddamn movies. Yeah, and I also man. hate a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. I feel the They're, same. Yeah. It's it's one of those series that I always I don't know, like I remember being a little kid and I uh my dad rented me the first Friday the thirteenth movie because I knew who Jason was, right? And of course I'm watching the whole movie being like, Where's the hockey mask guy? And then the yeah. mom comes out. And when the mom came out, I was so fucking mad. I remember that distinctly. I was so disappointed. So I always kind of wrote them off. I mean, I watched a few of them over time, but I never really remembered them. And then uh, uh, this happened. And I, yeah, I, I fucking love these movies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in, the, in this weird way. Because I can't, I'm not sure I can say that I think any of them are objectively good movies. Fair. I disagree with that. But, but. I disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree too. But I <laughs> So Cody's wrong. I think a few of them are legitimately great fucking movie, especially like slasher horror. Mm-hmm. Like the top yeah. like the top like four okay. on my list I think are legit great, and the rest are varying degrees of not great. Mm-hmm. Too unwatchably terrible. Yeah, this this absolutely this series is was probably the foremost. I mean, Halloween obviously happened first, um, and a few others, but this became kind of the quintessential slasher series, which spawned yeah. thousands of other imitations, and for for good and worse. So mm-hmm. it, it has a special landmark value in American cinema, and especially horror cinema that, that cannot be denied. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, good, all for the good like slasher cliches I feel like come from Friday the Thirteenth. Many it did, it did for me to get to Jason X to actually recognize, like, uh, I completely understand why Jason is a horror icon. Because by the end of three, I was like, I don't get it. I still, <laughs> I still don't understand his icon status. But it was through all of them that I came to understand, like, this is, this is a beloved character. Like, <laughs> I, I, I totally get it now. Any, mm-hmm. like, I, I get that J- Jason X is, like, awful. But it's all... Yeah, I just it, this was like a completely fun ride for me, and like uh, really helped me understand why he is what he is. Disagree yeah. so hard on Jason X being awful. Oh. <laughs> oh. So You're maniac. Hard. We'll we'll get to that in a hot well, second. I, but <sighs> this this does take into account the fact that the audience, the Jason is a character the audience ends up rooting for. They mm-hmm. root against sort of the kids. Like Jason was just a uh, use. I'll use everyone. The producers term a t- awful poor mongoloid child. Just mm-hmm. he just couldn't get anything life didn't go his way right he's he didn't hurt anybody he's not freddy right you watch the nightmare movies for cool kills and fun shit but you want freddy to get fucked up at the end mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the friday movies kind of do the opposite yeah and that's that's a really interesting twist yeah we like the kids I, for the one, one of the things about these movies too for me was i i always struggled with whether or not these movies were self-aware i didn't know like if i didn't know if these if Jason was killing everybody because of how bad they are, like a goofy and terrible characters that they are. Like, are am I supposed to be rooting for these dudes to die because you know how weird this movie is? And I, I think that's more true, probably like seven on, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but 
Yeah, I just I, I feel like by by movie five, the directors start taking bits and pieces of what they like of each of the previous movies and and uh, giving their own spin on it and highlighting what they like because you know, so, like stuff like nudity comes in and out from five on. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, and, and yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Go ahead. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Totally makes sense because this was a series that was supposed to wrap up at number four and then every other entry after that was supposed to be the last chapter. So it's yeah. like it became a very piecemeal thing every time out after number four. So then you just, just keep dying and mm-hmm. coming back grosser and uh, dying and coming back grosser. And, <laughs> on, I, and, and on that note, coming back and at some point, the timeline, I mean, the timeline in itself is problematic, but for the most part, the first several movies take place almost in succession, right? The first uh, one, first, the, so the, first the, two, there's the a gap. But then, like, is, the second one's, I think, five years after five the years, first one. But two, three, make and sense, four, right? Two three and, two, three, and four are almost in succession. Like, like, like days right. apart. But so let's, mm-hmm. if we start adding up the years, so like, let's, I don't think they ever actually say when number part one takes place, what year it is. Well, let's presume yeah, it's, it's 1980. present day. Right, mm-hmm. so let's presume. So oh, it does. Yeah, okay, yeah. so nineteen eighty. Yeah. All right, so if we start doing the math, by by the time that like nine is happening, I can't remember what year it is, but it's, I mean, it's way past the year that the movie came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything just gets fucking ridiculous. Sure. It just gets sure. bananas. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The, the, the nature of this became a very successful thing for Paramount. I mean, the first four of these movies made, they were made for a million bucks or less. And then they each made like 30 million, 40 million. So like these are monster hits. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the later ones that they definitely weren't monster hits and cost a lot more than it took. And so you get the FBJ. But, mm-hmm. So that's why they, they keep churning these things out. That's why... Yeah. You know the you get the one-offs like the maniacs or not the maniac. I'm sorry. The what's the the, the one with the killer in the woods? The other one with the what mayhem? You get you get these one-off okay. like, knockoffs like Slumber Party Massacre. You get that, but they don't turn into series because they're not like mm-hmm. this, this, they don't become a giant studio hit. Are you talking about the millions of knockoffs that happened in the '80s as a result of these movies? Yes, that are like independently kind of funded and grindhousey type flicks you know but this fucking thing was started by like paramount from the get-go it's like mm-hmm. it was a studio mainstream thing so it's always been a larger property and i think it's i think it's mostly because they got lucky with the first one right because the first one was produced for such a low budget what was it like i think it was five hundred thousand dollars ish for the first right uh-huh. so for 1980 i don't know how much that is today um with inflation but regardless low budget low budget as hell it grossed i don't remember how much but it was insane so yeah. whereas all those other movies that were coming out that are the quote unquote ripoffs, I mean, even though mo- many of them are produced by major studios, they never made nearly as much money as no, any of the Friday mm-hmm. the 13th movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's the w- w- a weird thing I learned about the budgets, though, is that they doubled the budget for two and it looks almost the exact same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there was 500k, yeah. and then they bumped it up to a million and change, and it's all—it's like not that different of a movie. Well, there's more people. Yeah, <laughs> those expenses are so much. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think, and I think the shooting locations between one and two change. Mm-hmm. But yes. devil, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I think it was both New Jersey, but yeah, I think you're right. Do we want to give any more? Uh, a little bit of trivia. We get yeah, sure. I got a fun a one. Light on. Hold on. Uh, let's. We're gonna play. Well, we're well, we're gonna play a guessing game when Curtis gets back. Mm-hmm. He kind of 
fucked this up. Now here he is. Welcome back, Curtis. Welcome back. What's your what's hey, the guessing welcome game? Welcome back. We're gonna play a guessing game. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Guess how many total kills there are in the entire franchise. Uh, 157. No. Oh, oh that was off. guess. I thought you. I thought you get. I thought you knew. <laughs> I didn't know. Total kills in the entire franchise is 195. Oh, where's the other? Now, Curtis, you're Curtis right because you you're right to the extent that Jason kills 157 people. Oh, but there are 38 kills that happen <laughs> due to other people or uh-huh. random events. Like what? Like what's an example of that? Oh, I can't remember the random fucking what? events. <laughs> well, I mean, other people. So like Warhead. all like, of like, part. Like, well, what? Like some uh, guy in the convenience store at a heart. Oh yeah, like, all of one, attack. all of one, and all of five. That's fucking what are you, stupid. All of one and all of five. All of one is all of one is not Jason oh, Voorhees not at all. Jason kills yeah, right. No. All of five is not Jason kills. So Jason does. Curtis, you're right. The Jason kill, does kill 157 people. Does but not. In, the, in the entire franchise. Oh. Body count of 195. Now I could be wrong, uh-huh. but I think the Invisible Man in the original Universal Pictures film tops it with what? the subway crash. Or the train crash. Oh, interesting. I think I think he tops it, but if if not, I I may be wrong, but I think Jason might have more a higher body count, or I'm, Friday the Thirteenth may have a higher body count than any other franchise in horror history. I, I would. We believe also don't that. know how many homeless people, homeless uh, drug addicts, were in the sewers of Manhattan when that toxic See? sludge came out. Right, exactly. That's yeah. fair. Well, that's fair. Absolutely. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That was a very controversial movie for that choice. <laughs> to kill all the homeless. That's what that movie's known for. <laughs> okay, so and then the last one, uh, can you guys guess which movie had the highest kill count for Jason? For Jason. Which movie um, has the highest kill count for Jason? Yes, yeah, so just five. erase part one and part five because Jason's oh. not uh, in I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna say nine. Four. Jason X. What? Really? Oh, what? With, with 21 oh, kills. Right. There's a prologue. There's, the, he kills all those government people. The, oh, uh, yeah. You're right. Jason. Yeah, yeah right. with Jason X. So the, the, the runner ups are part nine. Oh, it's close. And then oh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, part no. eight and part 11 both have 18. Part nine has 19. Uh-huh. Um, we, oh, and part six also has 18. Okay. Uh, then we start getting a little bit lower. Uh, part seven has 15. Part uh, the reboot, the 20, 2009 thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, part thir- part thirteen has fourteen. Uh, part, 12, uh, part twelve kills. Right. Part twelve. Yes. Part I only, twelve. Excuse only, me. Only only have to correct that because it's such a fucking bummer. We don't have a Friday the thirteenth. Right. Friday the thirteenth. And we'll get into that because it's an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting discussion too. And the next um, one will be thirteen. I, it's amazing. <laughs> I haven't made it. Right. 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 But the lowest kill count for Jason in all the movies is part two with nine. Which is crazy. Nine oh, kills in a movie. Damn. Like, I mean, think of most think of most iconic slasher movies, and in oh, one yeah. movie, most don't get nine, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could be very wrong. It probably in fact there's probably somebody, no. maybe one of the five people watching that's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, Texas get in if you know Texas Chainsaw, my favorite of all time, only has the 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 five, right? Right. Like, yeah. The, it's just, just it's very kids. it's very minimal. Yeah. Uh, she she Pinus asks yes. if F thirteen is the origin of of uh, topless girls dying on camera. Uh, so, well, Halloween came first, and there yes. were topless murders. I think 
yeah, and, there, I, and there's I, I, topless murders before Halloween too. Sure. But as far as mainstream, I think Halloween's the yeah. Halloween's the milestone. Yeah, I think it brought. I think yeah, but I it think like it made it okay. It. Specifically, like <laughs> gratuitous nudity, because in Halloween, there's that scene where uh, the guy's coming to bring her a beer, right? And it's actually yeah. Michael Myers, and she yeah. just like pulls her tits out and says, "See something you like, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Which opening is, of that flick too is yeah, oh yeah, yes, and that as well, mm-hmm. yeah, and that as well. But although, although I might argue that the opening is not as gratuitous because it's it almost because you're seeing it from uh, first person perspective, so it's uh-huh. almost it almost makes him more sadistic, right? When you're thinking about it that way. But mm-hmm. in at that scene where the girl just you know drops and says, "Do you see something you like?" That's totally gratuitous. So. And I thought this was interesting as we were, as you all know, the three of you know from watching the documentary, um, the first two movie at least. Two of, <laughs> oh, two of you? Oh, Lucas, did you know? Oh, Lucas, he didn't almost watch finished it. Right. He almost finished it. So yeah, I had Curtis this and, to do. So all right. So now we're all everybody. Look, all four, all three, the other uh, two of you. Look at Lucas, Curtis, uh-huh. and Austin. Look at Lucas's screen. We're all going to teach him right now. This uh-huh. is teaching moment with Curtis or with Lucas. Uh, Lucas, sorry, Curtis. Um, <laughs> uh, the first movie, uh, when uh, the writer is talking about it, or excuse me, the director is talking about the when he directed the film, he goes, "Yeah, all the all the TNA that was pretty much for me." Yeah, um, <laughs> it seems so, all the nudity in every Friday is for the director. Totally, yeah, totally. But, it started at least started that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely did. So it, it, the question is whether or not it, did Halloween make it okay, so to speak, from a mainstream perspective. Or and then this guy just went, yeah, I'll just get away with being a pervert and putting a bunch of shit on, putting a bunch of nude women in this. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? It's an interesting. Absolutely, and this movie is a very direct and clear Halloween knockoff. They don't they don't make any bones yeah. about it. The the whole POV, which the series loses after like the first four mm-hmm. POV of the killer, because you one it's a who done it. You don't know who did it in the first in the Friday, but this series and starting with the first one is the more gratuitous of all of it because it features actual great gory special effects and kills you know Mm -hmm. tom savini is as much due credit as sean cunningham is for this whole series he he got this job after which going back and watching little joe bob today uh, after he did maniac he did maniac in 1979 and had these wild ass kills and he got friday from that gig Mm. it just brought his expertise from Vietnam photography, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. <laughs> this comes. From I watched that part too. Tour. That was crazy. <laughs> That's insane. That's his reference. We I'd like the- to take a moment to insert that I have never once thought about going into doing makeup or special effects, but Tom Savini is still my hero. He's, yeah, he's, he's my fun. favorite. He's, he's my favorite. Straight. Yeah, he he said he's the only makeup artist in the biz that's actually seen death. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> a bold claim. I, I mean, I know he has. Yeah. I, maybe since someone has, but yeah, yeah Rick Baker probably has. He's got the book. <laughs> he's got. The book. <laughs> he's got. He's got someone die. Yeah. So I, I I credit that, and that brings the the gratuitous nature of it, the nudity and the violence. Like mm-hmm. Halloween, while violent, is bloodless. You know, there's yeah. nothing in that. And this is just from you know Kevin Bacon gets the famous cro- uh, arrow through the neck. Yeah, that's a ridiculously great effect to this mm-hmm. day. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lucas, what's the, oh, what's the internet okay. look like? So, oh, the internet. Oh, uh, what do you guys say? Go we, we, got, we got a big crowd here still. Um, now what's the trivia? Three oh, people? my trivia. <laughs> yeah, no. I think uh, we got about 910. Yeah, 910. Love it. How, hold on, hold on. Real, real, real question. How many... Uh-huh. Well, first, this might not even be a thing on Twitch, but how many are porn bots? 
Uh, didn't didn't link it, so none. Oh, <laughs> yeah, ten human beings that are yes. These are these are actual people enjoying, hopefully enjoying, enjoying Um. Okay, so what I found out was we all we all know that Jason X's premise is probably the most ridiculous premise uh, for a movie ever put to film. Uh, maybe close, maybe close. Uh, but there were other pitches in the room before they landed on Jason in space. Mm-hmm. Um, one was Jason in the snow. Okay. That was a reasonable one. Well, uh, wouldn't J- it just be Crystal Lake in the winter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Wouldn't it just snow there? So uh-huh. later in the year, you got Jason in the snow, baby. <laughs> in the snow. Uh, Jason underwater. Oh fuck! Okay. Why didn't they go with that? That would have been so good. Okay. Uh, Jason in the Arctic, which is tough to say how that's not just Jason in the snow, but they <laughs> were two different pitches. Sure, but that's hard. <laughs> it's hard to get him there, but they got him to space. So and New York. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like the difference between like the thing and Snowden or something. Yeah, like right, right. Snowden. Uh, Jason versus gangs in L.A. Oh. What? <laughs> Gangs in LA? Uh, somebody probably King went, that one might murders? be racist. And then <laughs> you're done. Uh, then, then, there was an, then there was another one, just Jason in the hood. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, that was a whole <laughs> thing of those. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, in the hood. Jason on Safari. What? Oh. Which I don't have to kill animals. I don't <laughs> <laughs> kill lions and cheetahs. Like why? Does well, maybe he's just enjoying the safari. Like he's just <laughs> he's got binoculars and he's taking photos. No, he doesn't like the the premarital sex these indigenous people are doing. So he's gonna <laughs> go. Ahead and, <laughs> uh, and then my fa- personal favorite was Jason versus NASCAR. Shut what was up. an actual pitch no. in the writers' room? Do you have more than just that? Please tell me you do. My dad would have watched that, and that's a milestone. No, those, were, those, were, those, were, those were the pitches in the room before they Yeah, but no, do you have any space. further than just Jason versus any NASCAR? No, 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 no. These were all just, yeah, these were all just scenarios. That's it. Oh, dude, I want, oh, I want that. <laughs> and, and by the way, this is why I love Jason X so much, because it's eight and a half-ish years between the Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X, and there's all these pitches. Granted, none of them sound that great, but mm-hmm. somebody goes... Yeah, let's just send him to space. That makes sense. Right. I mean, granted, they had to... I, I appreciate the... Fa- thank you, documentary. That they had to figure out a way to not... To, to kind of circumvent the whole we still want to make Freddy versus Jason, but we can't figure out how to make the rights work thing. Mm-hmm. So they make... They went, well, to make sure that we don't fuck up with the timeline, which incidentally doesn't make sense anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's just send him to space 400 years later. Right. Yeah, wait. That so, wait, explain, explain that. Explain that to me because that was my question because they end nine with the freddy glove and then they just right like, ah let's get to space first so i feel like from, they want the space thing first from part <laughs> seven i believe it's part seven from part seven onward basically every time they were like let's make another friday the 13th movie they were going let's the producers were going let's figure out a way to make freddy versus jason i think so that was nine because that's when new line came in yeah nine like, is oh, when it was it, new line nine so is when it was new line but the producers right. still had it in mind before yeah. then mm-hmm. the producers are friday the 13th they still wanted to make it happen but they couldn't make the rights work because paramount didn't want to give it up new line didn't want to give it up so finally new line gets in lo- involved but still paramount doesn't want to say yeah you can just have the rights you know all, all, to to the friday the 13th title right Mm-hmm. So finally, 
they go, let's make, uh, let's make another one. And this is 2000, whatever year Jason X came out and they go, well, they fucking made this a few years. Made it in 99. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that in the doc, but regardless, yeah, yeah. so they make the movie Lucas and they go uh, that, well, well, they, they sit down. Let's, let's make another one. Let's make the Freddy versus Jason movie. And, uh, basically Paramount new line go, yeah, it's still not happening. The rights are still fucking tied up. Uh, they don't go into too much detail as to why they're tied up, but mm-hmm. they, in the documentary, yeah. but yeah. they just my, say my they're tied up. Well, because my understanding was like with, with uh, nine. So the rights to Jason Voorhees had gone to new line, but the rights to Friday, the 13th Got it. remained with Paramount. That's why it's called Jason goes to hell and Jason right. X and Freddie versus Jason. Cause they didn't have the rights to the name Friday the 13th. So I think it was tied up in all that. And then like with like writer creative IP stuff. Anyway, point was they were trying to make Freddie versus Jason. They couldn't make it happen for rights reasons. So in the meantime, they're like, well, let's make this one. And it was the space one. And, and the they made, one. But, but Lucas, <laughs> the reason that the space one took according to the documentary uh, is that they they didn't want to fuck up any continuity timelines, so they said let's just send him to space four hundred years in the future, right? Which <laughs> just is just in case we got to go insane. back, just send it as far in the future as fucking possible. <laughs> which is amazing, four hundred years, insane. right? Especially because so many of these just don't acknowledge the previous movie, which I'm fine with. I don't. I'm not looking for a a real narrative here, but yeah, it's pretty great. Right. Yep. Fantastic. So. What are we What are we so, talking about I, now? I think. Uh, I think is that we're, trivia? We still yeah, got another trivia. trivia. Does anybody else have trivia? I, I can do another trivia if you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's pretty simple. Just, trivia. Let's, let's take a guess, Cody. You're probably out of this because you know it. Um, can you guys guess just how much money worldwide that the Friday the Thirteenth franchise has made? Uh, a total, all the films. Total, all the films. Like a billion. Gross, gross box office receipts. I'm gonna say a billion. I'm gonna say over. over? Oh shit. Oh, that gave Lucas a hint, but either yeah. way. Fuck. No, I was gonna I was gonna say I'm either at like five or nine billion. I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and That's throw out five bill. Five, five bill. bill. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Uh ah! four hundred and sixty six million dollars. Half a billion. Oh. Which you know seems very modest. I was over. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, with my bill. Oh, when he said I'm more? I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. Oh. I fucked that up. No, uh, yeah. It's too late. We're both wrong. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you uh, said more, and I was like, did I read the number counting? Are we counting merch yeah. sales? And specifically, I believe those numbers are theatrical box office receipts. Yes, right. Yes, yes, That's yes, fair. Yes. The, the typical standard metric by which we measure uh, financial right. success yeah. for a film. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> yeah, a half a billion dollars. Seems, I mean, in today's blockbuster society, it's pretty yeah marginal but like mm-hmm. these things are made at least eight of them on just shoestring fucking budget like no money no money so it's Someone, so profitable like Frank i don't know what Cuso jr yeah. dumb rich off this <laughs> yeah i wonder what the combined budget is that'd be fine uh, hold on trivia. let me see if i have that on this this website cody this, might have that Hold on, Cody might have while Cody while Cody decides if he might have that. I'll share my very. I do have it. Oh, he does now. He, um, <laughs> never mind. Go, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Total production budget is seventy eight million six hundred fifty thousand dollars. That is a up. massive return. <laughs> a massive <laughs> a fucking return. return. Well done, Jason. I don't know what the back half looks like for the first half too. Like I've, I've like fifty six of that 
78 has got to be in parts eight through 12. Right? Yeah. So, and do, domestic, uh, actually I can tell you what you guys want to guess what the, the highest, the highest production budget is off of any of them. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. That, yeah. That or, or the reboot. Probably the Freddy lower. Say the reboot's lower. It's Freddy versus, I'll... it's Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. yeah. Curtis, he's got it. But, but that's, yeah. but that's Freddy's fault. That's, that is, yeah. So, yeah. It's completely so, Freddy's fault. Domestic box office receipts, three hundred eighty-two million seven hundred forty-six thousand seventy-three dollars. Yeah, Americans love this shit. Yeah, Americans, sadistic fucks. USA, USA. <laughs> We're all sadistic bastards that, for some reason, really, really, really love these movies. Yeah. I now we're going to discuss more. why we love those movies. No, yeah, Austin has trivia. Oh, I have very mild trivia. So I was going to mention this, and then in watching the documentary, they mentioned him by name, so I will mention him by name. Louis Abernathy is a, uh, a writer uh, who, uh, who uh, dated my mom in college. <laughs> so I've, I've gotten to know him over the years because they're still friendly, and he is the wildest man alive he is uh one of, he's one of james cameron's best friends and he's ghost written a bunch of his shit because james cameron doesn't fucking write anything but uh, <laughs> lewis lewis abernathy i know that he uh, oh our stream just got cut we got beef, we got <laughs> beef. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um i know that lewis uh had worked on uh jason x and they they uh mentioned that they flew him up to canada to uh, do some onset rewrites and i remember <laughs> i was talking to my mom about it and she goes yeah he came back and goes they they brought me into hell but it's too far gone it's it's fucking it's a garbage like it's a nightmare it's too far gone i can't do anything about it so that's his off the record unofficial take on working on jason x get that here exclusive from the show yeah, exclusive <laughs> this garbage movie was too bad for lewis to fix it <laughs> man who wrote deep star six yeah and <laughs> also that also in that documentary, they showed, I don't know if it was bullshit or not, but they showed a cover page for a Freddy versus Jason script that said by Louis Abernathy. So there is a non-zero chance that he at some point wrote a Freddy versus Jason script that I'm going to look into that and try and get a copy of it so we can all read it. I think it'd be fun. I like that. Ooh, nice. I think we should get into the movies now. Let's we talk get into about the movies. feelings and, on the movies. Because this is a live show. I must urinate. This is going to happen. You can, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I, I got to right. pee too. I was going to ask, is so, there a way to pause we'll the vamp? So we no, we got to, we'll one, vamp, we'll vamp. Yeah, one right. of us, at are least one of us will stay. Not, are you gonna, too I'm good, gonna, good gonna to not go. pee? I'm, I'm, and then, and, you yeah. can trade off. Curtis and I go pee, and okay. then if you have to pee, then you go, we'll right. come back and we'll fill the time. Okay. So you fill right. the time, and then we'll... Welcome oh. to Twitch of the Lucas and Cody show where we talk shit about Curtis and Austin. Aren't Curtis and Austin the most racist pieces of shit that you've ever met in your entire life? I, I know I, just, I know they are mine. I just don't like Austin's hair. I whew, don't get me started on the no, hair. No, I don't like his hair. And oh I'm jealous. I, it's jealousy really more than anything because my hair, I'm wearing this fucking hat. This is so uncomfortable with the hat right. and the headphones. I'm wearing this right. hat just to cover my hair. Because it's ridiculous. It's gotten to the point where my wife has been putting my hair into a ponytail thing, bun, man, bun. Oh, up on the top of my head for so long. Because coronavirus, I can't get my fucking hair cut. Although I have mm. been considering, I did look up, um, I looked up how to fade your own hair. And that sounds hard. It sounds risky. Look, look, I but, don't think, I don't think that it's, it's, uh, 
it's inappropriate at all for every guy to walk out of this quarantine with the Peaky Blinders haircut. That's fair. I think That's I think fair. I think it's okay. I think that I think that douchey Absolutely. undercut from 2015. I think it was like 2014, 2013. Uh, when they, every all the guys were doing the douchey undercuts and yes. like and the slick black thing, that's got to come back. Sorry, ladies, come it's coming back. All right, so now it's me and Lucas's turn. Is that how we're doing this? You have to go. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to pee. I have a bladder of a whale. <laughs> I have the bladder of a gnat. I pee constantly, <laughs> all day, every day. It's probably a medical problem. Wait, someone's bringing up the F thirteen F thirteen series. What is the F thirteen? Yes, yes. Okay, so I only knew uh-huh. of this because I watched the seven hour documentary. <laughs> um, there was a Friday the Thirteenth series. I don't remember what network it was on. It was on network TV, I think. It, it wasn't was on network TV. Yeah. But it was a it was sort of a like creep show esque anthology show that did not have anything to do with Jason Voorhees. It was like a guy who ran a, a oddities shop and all the oddities items what? were cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like a monster of the week type show. And it was apparently pretty successful and had a couple of seasons and it did well until it got bumped up to a real prime slot and then the Christian conservative group got all up in arms because there was devil stuff and occult nonsense as they are want to do as they are want to do it's <laughs> you about the devil tell our listeners now if you're a christian conservative you're likely on the wrong channel you are going to hate the show or mm-hmm. stay please stay you might you might learn something open oh, your really, mind that's not even nice that's, that's not even clever <laughs> hold on the gimp but, is listening <laughs> what <laughs> Christian. <laughs> oh, I Sorry. love it. Is there other chat? Uh-huh. Oh, Cody's back. Is there other chat things we can address in our little break? Um, everyone. I don't know what the yeah. what the special guest would be. Oh, they said that we are the sexiest. Oh, AJ. Goddamn right. AJE the grind. And does that sound AJE? Oh, that's a uh, that is Huck Walton. That is Huck, oh, Huck Walton. Hello, and, hey. and or Sean Keller. But I think that's just Huck because he's the only one of us with the Twitch. Thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is Huckleberry. He had a birthday this week too. Happy, happy oh, birthday. happy birthday! Huck. Huck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or both April, Aprils, or no? He's yes. in May. Okay, no, cool. he's in he's in April. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 April. It's April thirty second. April th- Oh. Yeah, so I don't know. See, Ooh. none of you guys caught it. A friend of mine Ooh. caught it on the poster on the Instagram. Someone was like, "Hey, you said Saturday, May first, and uh, it's the second today." And I was like, "Well, you can blame Cody for that because he kept referring today as April thirty first. So, no, no, no. Kept referring to yesterday is <laughs> April thirty first. I tried so hard to get you to realize that, and I was like, "Yeah, thirty first. Are you sure?" <laughs> yeah, I that was like, "What the fuck?" Me. I was like, "Okay, thirty first. Great." <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I'm very, very, very glad to hear that I'm not the I, only one that was like, "I don't know which is which." We all have digital calendars. Who needs to know anymore? Yeah. Time is a construct. Also, also time is a construct. <laughs> also quarantine and also time is a construct who fucking cares this is mm-hmm. valid valid all right uh, let's get into our awards let's start talking about what we liked and didn't like okay so i think personal favorites personal yes. favorites start, there. start is, with best picture okay. is the, is best the picture yeah. yeah best picture who wants to start oh i can start Go do ahead. it all right later on we're gonna reveal our lists right we're we just gonna we, go in order again Sure. Yeah. 
Yes. Later on, we're going to reveal our, our list where we have ranked all of them. And my rankings differ from this opinion, but my personal favorite is uh, Jason Goes to Hell. You're high. Oh. Friday, Friday nine. Wild. Is my personal <laughs> that, that favorite. How? Because it's so fucking weird that I was in. And here's the thing I, I'm not like. Slasher's never been my favorite horror flick. I'm much more of a creature feature kind of guy. And that movie really plays out like a creature feature. And so I was hooked. And then you have the weird, like, bat Jason monster thing that crawls in a dead lady's vagina. And then Jason (laughs) is reborn out of that. I mean, just early on in the movie. So Jason is, as we explained in our beautiful, perfect encapsulated wrap-up of the films the movie starts with the FBI. just saying it is so insane the movie starts with the fbi tricking jason so that they can literally blow him up but his heart is still beating and so when the coroner is doing his autopsy he becomes possessed by the by the jason spirit and eats the heart and that makes him become jason and then it's like a body snatcher type Jason, where they throw up this like shit looking turd thing into other people's mouths. And I think what, so I loved all that because it's just so weird. (laughs) And it's so, because like at this point, and maybe part of it's because I watched all of these within one week. So at this point, I have had three or four days of the same story told over and over and over with very mild differences. And I was so excited and ready for something new that I just, I fell in love with it because it, it felt like I, I haven't seen this movie before and I had just watched eight of the other movies. <laughs> but especially when you get into the end, like Jason is in this movie, first of all, unlike my least favorite, which we'll get into, but Jason is there and he's got a skullet and he looks crazy and I love that. <laughs> but when he finally loses and and gets pulled back into hell, the ground, like those like, hell demon arm things that come up and grab him and pull him back down into hell. I love the design of that shit. I'm a sucker for any kind of weird psycho, you know, like mythos. Like I love the mythology that they built around Jason, even if it was weird and from nowhere, I dug it. And so I think that that, the more that I have reflected upon my viewings, the more that has moved up my into in my heart to be, I think that is my, personal favorite friday movie <laughs> and i know that's crazy but i know it is because go ahead go ahead go ahead Lucas. okay uh, i was just gonna say like for me the lore thing about nine is what it like t- it took it out for me because mm-hmm. i'm like why after nine movies are you bothering with lore you know something i mean i guess i guess it's something right but it's like uh but that's why this whole fucking series or or the franchise is is wonderful because they're like ah nine movies later let's do lore (laughs) (laughs) in the previous film he had turned into a baby at the end for no reason (laughs) we can do what we want here and i'm a sucker for lore so and then it ends with a fucking freddy tease i mean come on well, I and guess there's we have a next category. Let's not. Yeah. Well, on, on that note, I just want to do one thing real quick. I, I think we should all raise our glasses or whatever you're drinking to Greg Nicotero. Uh-huh. 
for the wonderful effects in part I nine. Love they are wonderful. Cheers. Fucking awesome. If there's Cheers. anything that I love about that movie. They don't fit within a Friday <sighs> franchise, but <laughs> they don't at all. But I love it's fucking awesome. They're cool. You know, they're and fucking cool. They look so cool. They look and I do have to give the I, I really I enjoyed number nine, but I, I have to give them props for just trying to do something different. Yeah. Terrible movie in the long run. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. Right. Oh, you're fucking crazy. Um, Cody, do your favorite. <laughs> uh, my favorite is part six. Uh, for either intentionally or unintentionally, not really sure, but they made a movie that to me feels like a hybrid between uh, a slasher film and a classic monster movie. Yep. I love six for that Spe- reason. Like down to the, the way that Jason is resurrected Frankenstein style. Well, and, and the then thing, the thing with six that I love so much, like you're saying, it it finally gives a reason for Jason to be unkillable, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's now officially a monster, and so yes. I'm like, okay, I can buy him getting shot and stabbed and everything and not dying because now he is officially an otherworldly creature, right? And not only that, but they also do the th- they every scene with Jason. I, uh, well, maybe not every one of them, but all of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head and when I was doing all these notes was it, they're all with Jason. You see Jason. There's very few POV shots, which by a part six, there should be no POV shots. We know who Jason is. We know what Jason looks like. And additionally, it's self-aware. The entire movie is very aware of what it's doing. It's funny the entire time. It's very fun, It's which plays to my sensibilities because... Mm. And really to the sense that, like, to the fact that at this point, they've done a, a shit ton of movies. Part five, they, I think we can all agree that they just went, eh, whatever. Part six, they went back to caring, but they did it in a way that was so much fanfare. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, the, the kills are fun. Everything about the movie is fun, um, which is why I think it's the best one. Amazing. I, I, w- with that. A couple of scenes in that movie make it not my favorite. And uh-huh. like just a couple of them. It almost is, but a couple of them like this is trash. <laughs> and I can't, which I can't which one's the it. which one's the sticking point? The paintball scene is just oh, I can't dude, I, but the, the I love the so, paint. I love that. I don't I don't like when that movie gets into spoofing itself. I like the self-referentiality of it, but it's just becomes a spoof and there's the speeding sign with the question mark. I'm like, you're not scary movie, you're not a Mel Brooks uh-huh. film. You, you <laughs> that's have to, fair. That's I, that, fair. It just bothers me. And, but I fair. love that. I fucking love that's that. That's fair. Yeah. Although I feel like they redeem that scene, even with all the weird things like the, but they redeem it by the, the triple head decapitation. It's, I mean, that's great. No, it is. It's great. fucking it's really awesome. Yeah, that's it's so perfect. good. I just, the, the physical comedy in that scene, I just, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the weird nerdy guy. I love weird nerdy guy. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my personal favorite film, um, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to make it a tie. I'm going to cheat. It's uh, part four and part two. Uh, yeah. The final okay. chapter and, and part two are my two favorites. I can watch those fuckers front to back always. Uh, part four, especially because I think it does the Jason thing the best. For other reasons I'll get into when we get later to our awards. Um, it has a scary Jason. It has characters that I want to see die, but I really enjoy it at the same time. Crispin Glover in this flick is just out of his mind. Um, I love the inclusion of the Tommy Jarvis stuff, and he's a weird mask maker who is way far too skilled for his age. But oh, so he's, good. That's my making, main problem with that movie. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like eight-year-old Rick Baker? <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows, man? And yeah. this, 
and the finale of it just itches my weird zone. Like Austin, I think nine does yeah. for you. Itches my he t- makes himself into d- yeah. awful looking Jason. That yeah. is insane. But well, it's, it's so interesting. Good. It's interesting. You like four and two because their endings are so similar with yes. the like psychological trickery and getting into the mind of the killer to kind of like throw him off of his guard to buy some time. That yeah. Yeah. So those yeah. You the, can't beat a behemoth like Jason physically, really. So you have to. And Ginny in number two is my favorite character in the entire series. I think she's great. She's the best okay. final girl. She's the, she's smart. She doesn't take any shit. She's gorgeous. She doesn't she doesn't want to fuck anybody, and she's not mm-hmm. putting up with it. And two has the two has the wheelchair. Uh, oh. Two and I love Baghead Jason. I'm not gonna lie. I think Baghead Jason is my favorite version of Jason. It's just oh wow, so that, I think high. it's the scariest version. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. All right. So, so I'm going to piggyback off of Curtis and do the same thing. And I'm going to say three and 10 (laughs) are my favorite. My man. Got an X in here. So, okay. So three for me is when I feel like uh, Friday the 13th kind of comes into itself. Uh, Uh It has the best to me by that time, by three watching these in order the kids are now dynamic, fun characters and interesting to watch versus one and two. Um, and I, and you, they're, they're having fun that they're the most carefree, uh, camp residents that you've seen so far, um, making them dying so much more fun. And, and Shelly, you know, was my favorite prankster of, of the whole <laughs> franchise. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I understand that 10 is a goddamn trash fire. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't say I that. understand. I understand that it's, it's good burger meets a Skinamax movie. <laughs> I love that. Okay. But, uh, it, I feel like that movie loved Jason the most because Jason had to survive no matter what. And he had like, like they got him. Right, uh-huh. they fucking got him, and then uh-huh. and then <laughs> and then nanotechnology brings him back, right? And, and like they got like they get they got a cyborg. That's like oh he can't do they can't deal with KN fifteen right with huh? shoe haircut and everything. Yeah, yeah. Can't do, yeah, they can't deal with that. He can't deal with that, and then he does. Uh, it was it like he was killing everything bad about that movie to me, and so there was a self awareness, and Jason was back to not as i don't like conscious jason or or, or like or like self-aware jason like like in in uh in manhattan when he lifts his mask off to scare him i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. he doesn't know his face is ugly <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, but, sure. but but in that one to me i feel like they kind of knew what they were doing and Jason had to kill it. And and I feel like to me that was I liked the I liked the tone in that the most. That's what I that's what I took away from that movie. Mm-hmm. But fuck yeah. That's but, legit. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta vote for nine, ten, six. <laughs> Four, four, <laughs> and two. <laughs> <laughs> None Looks of like us have the same ones. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, All right. personal least favorite, then, right? Least favorite. Yeah. Who are you going to yeah. kill, Austin? Go. Who are you going to kill? Okay. My my personal worst, and it's the bottom of my list, is five. You're high. You're fucking high. Let him, no. let him speak. I let him get at it. 
hated five. No, it has the it has the weirdness factor, which I thought I would enjoy, but it is just a strung together. They're just scenes that are strung together. Everything that's set up is not paid off. It's not a Jason movie. It's not a Friday the 13th movie, in my opinion. There's no fucking Voorhees involved. And they're trying to set up, and then they, they try to set up the, like, Tommy Jarvis losing it, becoming Jason thing right at the end, And but they didn't set it up soon enough. And I just, the kills were bad. Because you couldn't show Jason, so there was they were limited on what they could show. So uh, you know the the tree the tree head explosion excluded. The kills were lame. The geography confused the shit out of me, and and it all ended up making sense in the end because it's not Jason. But like, why isn't he in Crystal Lake? Why does he give a shit about these people? I felt like the kills were super lame. It just like I walked away from that one the most upset. I think there are other movies that are worse. Like like worse movies like Manhattan and I think Jason X are worse movies, but five annoyed me the most, I, and it only annoyed me a little more than three, which I also really fucking hated because I could not get <laughs> over the three D effects shots. Every a, any like tension or comedy that was that was like trying to get built was undercut by some sort of like ooh lo, lo, lo. Shot. It just, oh, it just annoyed the shit out of me. But five got my slot for personal worst. I I hate that movie. I speak briefly on that. I know Cody has a lot to say about that. It, I'm holding my thoughts for another topic. All right, I will just say this because it doesn't overlap with any other topic for me. Um, five could have been my bottom of the list, but I realized because I was equally furious when I ended yeah. that one. I was like, "What the fuck." This is before I watched the documentary, which documentary elaborates that a lot of the good shit was cut out, which is a bummer. So right, and like seven, like I think I would like seven a lot more if they'd left stuff in. But I have to judge it on what they give me. Five, I I I looked back after my reaction of watching it and was like, they just fucking trolled me the entire time. They just (laughs) they took me out and like, oh, you're gonna give you boring ass kills and all this Mm -hmm. dumb shit. And guess what? It works because it's not Jason. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, like, (laughs) huh. You kind of get some points for that, <laughs> but I totally get you. Yeah, I mean, I loved the weird ass neighbors. Oh my the, like, god, weird hillbilly! I want nobody, like, I those... nobody to die more. <laughs> oh, like, with that. the world's longest stew, <laughs> the <laughs> most complicated <laughs> stew in the world. She worked on that stew the whole movie. <laughs> and it looked like it was not like hot and she's like come and eat your stew I'm like the stew's not hot it's not ready he just runs his harley around the fucking yard <laughs> over and over oh and it was just like it just like it was just like scene scene kill scene kill scene mm-hmm. and i just i got bored and that's my main thing it's yeah. like just don't bore me i'm i'm like that's why i mean i love nine like i'm in yeah. if you are weird enough and entertaining enough i'm in but just five just left me high and dry. Anyway, Cody, you're your least favorite. Okay, so my least favorite, initially it was a tie. It was a tie between Freddy versus Jason and Jason Takes Manhattan, i.e. part eight. And ultimately, How is Freddy versus Jason in there? That's an absolute solid movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, it's terrible. It's fucking horrible. It's unwatchable, really. Uh-huh. But I think part eight makes me more pissed off. 
because I watched part eight twice. I watched part eight Stone Cold. Sounds like you love it. I watched part eight. Well, I watched the first eight twice for this in preparation. We love all these, to be fair. The uh, part eight, the first time I watched it, I was out of line, not not fully here, right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hated it a lot. We know your your affinity for bath salts continued. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I watched it again sober, and I hated it even more. Yeah. Um, I think that it is one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I don't think there is a way to justify I, you know any what? of it. Ugh. I I think that so many of the other like weird flaws of the other movies you might be able to find a way to justify their existence, mm-hmm. but I cannot justify that they got a fucking boat from a lake yeah. in the middle of, we're not really right. sure where, but maybe New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, maybe New Jersey. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> oh, to, no, to so, New uh, York City. Because Crystal Lake Ow. is in New Jersey. Yeah. No, it's it's a well, they, they shot it in New Jersey originally, so everyone kind of accepts. No, there's a shot in a convenience store, I think, in three. Yeah. That tells you that Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Oh, okay, I'll well, buy, fine. All right, I'll New Jersey. That. It's a Regardless, lake. Regardless, <laughs> they get right. from a lake yeah. right. to New York. Yes. And on that, <laughs> note, on that note, I'm sure you appreciate it in the documentary when they're interviewing the director. He's like, yeah, so, so we, you know, people brought up uh, the problems with that and... Uh, we just decided to let the fans figure out like every like glaring problem with the logic of that movie. The director's like, yeah, we let them do it. which normally yeah. I'd be okay with. Cause normally that that's the kind of thing that makes me laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the kind of shit that that's, that, that gets me in a, um, a ridiculous way. Right. I, I like that kind of, that almost justifies it for me sometimes. Yeah. But overall the movie sucked anyway. The yeah. whole movie was just terrible. Yeah. I didn't think any of the kills were good. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I got the head that, getting punched off wasn't cool. Just that. Just that. That's why it's not in my bottom slot. Honestly, I love the guy. Getting, yeah. Oh, oh, that. Okay, I want to bring up a moment in that movie when that girl gets handed Stephen King's pen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What is the point of that? So it, she there's can just stab Jason with it. But that's what I'm talking about. There's just so much. Is that, that is that a like, message? What? Like, does this director hate Jason that much that he's like Stephen King's better? Ah, yeah. <laughs> there's just so much about that movie that made me go. I don't know what you're I fucking feel like. There's about. symbolism in that. I feel so, like that was a big choice, and I feel like the director's a Stephen King fan. Is like you're. This is you're, my sweet, this my is dearest a blemish wife on horror doing Jason <laughs> movies. But here I am. But my dearest wife, who is right above me right now. Uh, she watched all these with me. Um, the fact that she did not look at Jason or uh, Jason takes Manhattan and go, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. And instead said, Jason X is the worst movie she's ever seen. I was very upset. There was a moment <laughs> where I had to bite my cheek and I bled. I oh, tasted yes. blood because I was so upset that she oh. did not acknowledge the fact that Jason takes Manhattan may be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And she, oh, I'm not going to see Honey, the I love shud- you. Curtis, hold, hold, hold on just one shit. second. <laughs> yeah. Just one second. Honey, I love you. I'm sorry. I know you're listening. Moving on. All right, moving on, Curtis. The Shudcast is all creating problems and solving at the same time. Yeah. My personal, personal worst Friday the 13th movie is Freddy versus Jason. 
Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Wow. With, with, I, it's almost a caveat. One, I think it's an atrocious film. Straight uh-huh. up. I, I don't think it's engaging. I think 90% of it's not engaging. I think the cool stuff is really cool. Um, also, I, I don't think it almost even qualifies as a Friday movie. It is a nightmare movie with Jason in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we probably text about this before, but I think that these, these, the kids are nightmare kids. These kids are not Camp Crystal Lakers. They are yeah. specifically um, Elm Street kids because the, the whole plot revolves around what Freddy's trying to do and how the kids react to Freddy. Mm-hmm. And it, you just have to shoehorn Jason in there a little bit. And I'm like, and the doc goes into iteration after iteration of ideas that they had and it's just like for me it's just, it's just a sandbox man you just got to put these two in a situation let them duke it out with unsuspecting kids and that's it i don't need yeah. i don't need the i think the plot is relatively interesting like mm-hmm. the idea is cool but in execution it's just it's not a jason movie um yeah. i don't like the way ken kersinger plays that jason i don't dislike Ooh. i don't dislike him as a jason but it is a bummer that kane hotter couldn't do it mm-hmm. i don't care so much about that i just think the kersinger his direction didn't do it for me as a, as a jason um can i insert something real quick sure sure uh had it not been for the fact that that freddy krueger was in that movie that would have easily taken my place taken the place as the worst fucking movie in this franchise oh, okay maybe okay. even one of the worst fucking movies i've ever seen in my life oh, Jesus. it is horrible Right. Everything yeah. about it is horrible. <laughs> yeah. well, There's not a single yeah. thing in that movie that I'm that I I personally go, yeah, you should watch this. It's right. fucking garbage. Sorry, Curtis. Yeah, no, no. this is your time. Yeah, and and I was just going to jump in. You, like my my big gripe with that one is like what it could have been and should have been. Like Kelly Rowland says it in the movie. Like we're not safe when we're asleep and we're not safe when we're awake and that should have been the movie. Like they there's there's no, there shouldn't have been a versus about it because then they had to like figure out why they would have beef and fight or maybe you but like it should have been them just murdering everybody. There shouldn't have even been a movie that Kelly Rowland was in in this oh, universe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Slow your roll, Jabroni. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> One of the like six black people in the franchise. Trying to take it away. She yeah, didn't um, even die. Good. No, <laughs> good. There, there's not a lot of good. There's not a lot of good deaths in this one. Uh, a couple, anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kelly. I know you're listening. My least favorite. Yes. All Destiny's Child and on here. Uh, I'm I'm in the Austin camp, and five is the worst. Five Got is it. the worst. It doesn't even have Jason in it. It has less Jason than Freddy versus Jason does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I expected more from you, Lucas. <laughs> I expect more from you. Uh, no. How? How? That is actually a bad movie. I remember. I remember feeling like you're not even trying yeah. in this movie, right? Yeah. And my note from six was like, well, like out of the gate, because I was writing notes on six, out of the gate, I'm like, well, at least it's trying harder than five did. Yeah. <laughs> right out of the gate, that's my first yeah. note. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so five is the worst. Five is absolutely yeah. the worst. You know, he gets it. We got that's two it. fives, an FVJ, and a, and a Manhattan. Yep. Interesting. No one said ten, even though probably technically that should have been yeah. everyone even was out of your mind. <laughs> Jason X is a masterpiece. It's one way I like Manhattan more than ten. I'm not gonna lie, but either way, I, I think I like I like Manhattan more than ten as well. All right. Oof. 
Yeah, I mean, like, ten is really, yeah. really bad. There's so little to love about yeah. ten. There is so much to love about it's ten. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh God! <laughs> All right, next award. Right. Most insane. Most insane. Uh, I'll give it to uh, ten. It's really hard. 10 gets it because all I have to say is they end up in space in the future. And like, yeah, that's the most insane. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's things in Manhattan that I think are more insane, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give 10 most insane just because of the immense loopholes and logical jumps they had to do to get Jason Voorhees into space in the future. Word. Yeah. There. All right. Are you done Austin? Yeah. Okay, my most insane, part five. Here's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> How do I put this? So, again, another one that I watched twice. The first time I watched it out of line, you know, uh-huh. things here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the whole time I felt this, mo- I felt this feeling of they don't care at all. And there was a lot of money that was invested into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not be an insane budget, but it's still a lot of money. And there, this got signed off. Someone said, this is okay. Let's make this movie. And they made the movie. I watched it again sober. I admittedly thought it was infinitely worse mm-hmm. than when I was under the influence of things. But I don't know. There's something about it that the fact that it is just so... It lacks any and all redeemable qualities. Mm. Period. Across the board, no redeemable qualities whatsoever. It is unabashedly self-indulgent and gratuitous with an excessive, just out-of-line body count of 19 kills. It's just, it's ridiculous. There's so much sex. There's so much nudity. They clearly, like, made that whole cast just on, like, how do you look naked? Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't know. It, It was just, it's so absurd. It's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. And... There's no Jason in it, which is out of line stupid. There's not, mm. there's not a thing about it that is really, I can look at it and go, that's good. Right. And it's insane to me that it exists. But with right. the 19-person body count, albeit many of the kills are not that great. But still, I don't know. There's something about it that spoke to me as just a, a fun, dumb, mindless movie that wow. exists, and it blows my mind. So you just aggressively tore it apart about how terrible it is and then wrapped it up with, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Right. Hey, most yeah. insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair. I feel like mine's, I'm surprised. Austin, it's your favorite. Uh, nine, Jason Goes to Hell is my most insane. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pure insanity. Like, yeah. There's very little actual Jason, but the the Nicotero effects are so fucking good, but so disgusting, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm. It's a it's a weird sore thumb for me because what Savini, the the template he established was like he does this really cool but like soft gore, right? Nicotero is just disgusting, and we've seen that through his career, <laughs> Walking Dead and shit. He's yeah. just gross. Yeah, <laughs> the weird melty <laughs> stuff and the, yeah, the weird mouth to mouth worm stuff. Yeah, the hell beasts. The the, the guy melting like after he yeah the Cronenberg fly guides like yeah. goopy and shit. They, yeah. We never really got an explanation as to why Leslie Jordan wants to eat the heart. Is he just called to it? Is that what yeah, it takes a bite. I, I, I did not expect that. I was like, and, what? yeah, oh. me either. And from then on, I was fucking in, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, hell yeah. You like, just uh, Game of Thrones is a fucking ripoff now. <laughs> Game of Thrones also 
y'all the fucking finale the way the girl kills jason in this movie is exactly Arya in the night king and fucking game of thrones so oh, God damn, rip that shit off there you go oh <laughs> spoilers man. sorry <laughs> but she the way the jump the angle is the same the game of thrones changes it because he catches her blah 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 but same I, fucking surprise wow I'm not even sure I remember Jason how Game of Thrones ends. It's fine. Well, this isn't a Game of Thrones podcast. Anyway, yeah. It doesn't matter. But that, oh. is, that movie is just, it's, it's, the, I hate the Jason look of that. It's so, oh, I weird. love it. It's so <laughs> weird with his like skull and like his oh. brain is showing. It's insane. Oh, yeah, it I'm, is insane. I'm with Austin on uh, that. Just, somehow <laughs> Jason's homeless now. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's so gross and weird. I love it so much. And I don't, I, it's, it is near the bottom of my list, but I, it's just insane to me. And that's cool, but it's insane. Yeah, that was my runner-up on insanity mm-hmm. for all of the reasons that you said. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan is mm-hmm. the most insane to me. One title, yeah, right out of the <laughs> gate. One title, like it, like oh, is he gonna get a job with Meryl Streep? Is this the is this the president president for this movie? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So like it's it. I I think it's the Friday the Thirteenth's first attempt at lore, and so. I got all the all the choices onto you know how to explain where Jason comes from. I think were attempted, you know, with all the her hallucinations and stuff, and like help me escape because I think what they alluded to, I think, is that Crystal Lake is toxic, and they're trying to explain how Jason <laughs> grew up dying as a boy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they try to do with the toxic sewage thing. That's giving them a lot of credit. I'm giving them a lot of credit. Absolutely. But I think that's what they tried to do. And for for that reason, that makes it insane. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Um, How many, if any, uh, drugs were you on when you watched this movie? (laughs) (laughs) I won't say which one. (laughs) But eight of them. But eight. and also, the movie actually should be Chase, Jason takes a boat, then Manhattan, because oh my the God. movie is I, I mean, like, the documentary <laughs> gets into, like, it was essentially budget is why that happened, but holy shit, what a <laughs> letdown. You're, I'm expecting, okay, like, I, you know it's going to be weird, because how do you have him in the most populated city when the whole, it's all based on isolation, but all right, mm. I'm game. And he's there for 10 fucking minutes. And my, I think my funniest scene came from that where I laughed the hardest was the girl that brings the professor into her room to pass the test. And she goes, <laughs> oh, it's time to pass my biology test. She takes her nightgown on and she's got things drawn on her that are yeah. that say heart with arrow to stomach and then arrow to vagina. And I was like, so heart to stomach to vagina, you fail. <laughs> Horrible biology. <laughs> that just means Lucas, you deserve a job in our education system because you're yeah. having sex with that girl. That's, like, <laughs> yeah, you are just as qualified as Betsy Devine. It's fucking insane. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Huh? Great. So I think now we're on to uh, the best in nudity because it is impossible to discuss Friday the Thirteenth and not address the unwritten rule that this these movies have to be wrought with gratuitous nudity and all of them adhere to the rule but one and it's a great one but it does not 
adhere to this rule. So I will kick this off with best nudity. This can mean anything. And I'm going to give best nudity to part four uh, for the lake skinny dipping scene alone. There's a lot of butts and a lot of boobs real quick, and it works for me. And so I... <laughs> and then and twins. It's egalitarian. Nope. They're, they're, it's I mean, everything. You don't see, yeah. Yeah. You don't see penis, but there's man butt, there's lady butt, there's boobies, there's all kinds of stuff, and it's this cacophony, and then there's lots of sex when they get back to the house. So I give four best nudity. Just the, the generic, I give it to the movie four for best nudity. Do you want so, to throw hottest guy in there as well? To just I'll go ahead and do hottest guy as well. So we'll, we'll bunch these together. We'll do best nudity and hottest guy. Uh, hottest guy goes to, I believe his name was Nick in part seven. Oh, that okay. dude's a beefcake. <laughs> dude's a beef. He's tall. Wait, the, the, the main guy? Yeah, the like main guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, he's tall. He's got some meat on him. He's lean, chiseled jawline. It's a hot ass man. It's hot All right. Huh. Uh, so uh, I think the best use of nudity in the the entire series was uh, the in Jason X towards the end with the hologram where they send him back to Crystal Lake, and mm. I think this is partially because it's one of the reasons that I I, I really appreciate Jason X is that that and that's that it's self aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they send him back to Crystal Lake and it's just immediately, uh, I think two or three just camp, you know, camp counselor or campers, whatever, just immediately like, Oh, let's just get naked. And then kind of basically serving up as fresh meat. It's just so self-reflexive. It's making fun of itself. It's making fun of the fact that nudity has become a thing in this series for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, and I don't know. I, I felt like that was the best use of nudity in, in the entire series. Uh, hottest man in that movie, in that series, Kevin Bacon, part one. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah Come you on. You can't argue with that. And I'd also like to note that my runner up for best use of nudity was Kevin Bacon's butt in yep. part one. <laughs> yep. Very good. Valid. Yep. Um, my best use of nudity or best nudity, I will give to the 2009 remake. Um, that also is a movie that knew what it had to do. Um, it had Michael Bay producing behind it to an extent. So there is some gratuitousness of it all, but the, the, the thing that sealed it for me is the scene where I'm Troy, Trevor, the the asshole guy is having Mm -hmm. sex with the girl who wasn't his girlfriend to begin with. And he says, your tits are stupendous. I'm just, this fucking line is just so good. And they are (laughs) having so much sex. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Uh, not so self-referential that it's parody, but it's still, but it's still funny. And the beginning scene with the, the girl and showing her tits to, Oh, the oil thing at the campfire where she's like, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Or the wakeboarding. That was my runner up. Cause I felt, it it lost it the title for me because it was so aware of it. It felt like okay, like you're it's a little too far now. But like the topless wakeboarding and yeah, it was just that movie is like borderline pornography. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. nine gets best nudity for me. Hottest guy. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, 
Tom McBride, who plays Mark in part two, AKA wheelchair man. Ah, um, he, <laughs> that guy is a stone cold Fox turned fine. Watching the doc. He was, he was a homosexual man. And mm-hmm. that's why the chemistry between he and the girl he was trying to get with didn't work out. She, the actress wanted to get with them. He's like, yeah, nah, trick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's good looking dude. He's arm wrestling everybody. And yeah. he, he gets the, a great kill. Yep. <laughs> the best one. Uh, God, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ten has the best nudity mm-hmm. uh, because it has the best moment for me because I think an important part of the character of Jason is his strong distaste for premarital sex. <laughs> he hates it, and in ten, <laughs> there's a moment where there's like a loud moan and Jason just snaps the camera. <laughs> and he's like, "Was that?" orgasms and <laughs> immediately guns for the two people fucking uh-huh. and i was like that's it that's 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 them knowing who jason is to me <laughs> and so that movie has the best use of nudity for me um hottest guy is i wrote down nick and that's all i can remember because nick was such a beefcake Beef cake. <laughs> I, I knew I knew dude. this was a category when we were watching, and so I was kind of keeping an eye out. And <laughs> I saw Nick. I'm like, hottest guy. You erased <laughs> every other memory. Every other guy in this franchise is Nick to me. They're all gone, but Nick is <laughs> fucking beefcake, dude. Shit, yeah. All right, so we're going to Jordan. <laughs> uh, we have most underrated next. I don't. I don't know how to answer this. I don't think there's any that are underrated i mean if i had to answer i'd say nine because it's my favorite and i think generally people don't like it because it's very very weird um but i understand people not liking it so i wouldn't say i'd say they're all appropriately rated i don't i don't (laughs) i I don't think there's like like a a sneaky one that's secretly good no the good ones are good the bad ones suck dog ass and that's (laughs) the way that it is so i don't know i guess a begrudging nine Okay, cool. <laughs> bitchin'. Uh, I I do have an answer, um, and I think it's mostly to horror fans in general, um, and that is the reboot remake part twelve movie, mm-hmm. uh, because to me, uh, it wasn't that bad. Um, it's not great, mm-hmm. but it's certainly no worse than any of the. You know, I'm sure anybody can point to any of these movies and go, "That's the worst one." Mm-hmm. But it's no worse than that one to me. I can't, I just, I don't see that being there. It's, it is literally everything that I want in a Friday movie, which I clearly am speaking subjectively here, but there's everything that you, that you expect from a Friday movie happens in that movie. I just don't see how it can be, how it could be as bad as everybody, as the flack that's, that it that's got when it came out. It. Mm-hmm. That's it's totally fair. List, actually. <laughs> it doesn't deserve the any backlash it's not it's it's i think it's sort of like freddy versus jason where it's like the like inherently people are mad because of what it could have been more than what they're actually being presented with and so yeah there's things i don't love about the reboot but it's yeah like you say it's a miles ahead of manhattan or jason x so, yeah. I, miles ahead i mean just yeah. that cold open that's like cold 20 open. minutes long yeah right is, is the no, that was my note on that was like oh we're getting the title yeah. card 30 minutes in Great, <laughs> but but that first thirty minutes is like it's like the best short Jason film that exists. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it really is. It's great. I dig that. Uh, my most underrated. Uh, it goes to part seven. That one doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, the telekinetic girl. They find someone to 
battle Jason and telekinesis. And I just really enjoy the fact that they went to such an interesting deep dark level with a girl who has these twisted, this twisted history of her parents hating each other and beating each other and develops these powers. And that's what gets Jason. But also I think it's Kane Hodder's finest performance in the role, which is his first, the Jason makeup at the end is oh, phenomenal. So like that mm-hmm. the when they get the mask off, usually you, like you don't you want Jason in the mask, but you take that fucking mask off of him on part seven. It's like that's a creature. Like he has yeah. the mm-hmm. jaw, and Hotter's obviously doing great acting work behind that. And it, yeah, it's 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 not great, but like <laughs> but <laughs> I truly do enjoy yeah. most of that movie, and more so than I think most Friday. People yeah, his do. face in four was like a little too toxic for me yeah yep, you know yep, yep. Mm-hmm. but but the face in seven is great and i'm and and i totally mm-hmm. agree with curtis and oh. saying that seven is also uh the most underrated and fun fact my dad worked on sound uh post-production sound on that movie so i, I have thought, i have a strong familial connection with that movie i love um, that so much <laughs> so on that, did you? So you, I think you said that you always thought it was a Friday movie. So did you watch the no movie? A, night, a nightmare movie? I mean, excuse me, a nightmare yeah. movie. Excuse me, nightmare. so you you were watching the movie, and did you get to the credits, see your dad's name, and go? I actually no, I had finished watching everything, and I I, 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 I my dad came into my memory for for the viewers. My dad passed away when I was a kid, and uh, I went to my mom and I was like, "What horror movie did?" dad work on and she was like friday the 13th and i was like what again you know i've just watched all of them for the purpose of this podcast and, she, and, and but she was also mistaken and i was like which one she was like all of them i was like mom no <laughs> how many there are mom <laughs> Shit so i had to go my dad actually has a like a pretty extensive imdb page uh i think most notably i noticed uh was uh uh Crit, uh, critters and uh-huh. the abyss shit, shit. Oh, yeah. and Hell also yeah. uh this one uh, <laughs> seven, 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 seven. this seven. one being seven a recordist <laughs> on all of them or uh yes that's awesome that's yeah so fucking wow. cool amazing but yes for all so seven underrated for all the same that he said um actually i i i i struggled with uh the first part of the franchise because it was kind of the same story over and over again. First hour, there's something killing everybody. Last 30 minutes, final girls dealing with it. It's kind of the same thing over and over again. Seven was the first time I remember like, oh, well, at least now there's a B plot that I can kind of sink myself into. It's weird, Mm -hmm. but I can at least sink my teeth into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I liked it. I liked I liked all the characters in it, and I think Seven is actually a very enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. yeah. Yep. Means we're on to best kill. What's your best kill of the oh, franchise? God. All right. So here's here's the thing. First, we're taking wheelchair off the table. We are taking wheelchair <laughs> off the table. Because that is undisputedly <laughs> the best one. The guy in a wheelchair gets the machete to the face and it's a real person a in that chair who went down backwards. That's crazy. <laughs> I disagree. We, we have to, okay, but that has to get taken off the off table. Off the table for me. Too yeah. many of us mm-hmm. to say it. So I'm going to be honest. After watching 30 fucking God knows how many hours of these, they all really start to blend together. So there might be kills that are better than the one that I'm going to say. But the kill, the kill that I think I loved the most was actually in Jason X. 
And it's when he's beating the one girl to death with the sleeping bag filled with another girl. That is just like <laughs> so insano fun and so like in the spirit of what I think Jason but should be. That's what I talk about when I'm saying that that movie loves Jason the most. <laughs> is that that's a that's a that's a that's a callback to that that True. famous kill in four. Yeah, 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 right. exactly. Because that'd be seven. Yeah, seven. Or seven. I'm sorry, seven. seven, seven, seven. Yeah. How dare you? I yeah, know. <laughs> sorry, my bad. But like, it would have been seven because I love that. And part of why I love that is because the sleeping bag is obviously so light. So he just like impossibly <laughs> easily just like whack smacked it into the tree. <laughs> and seven, that would be my my best kill. But in ten, he there's two of them. So, <laughs> so it has to be that sleeping More. bag kill is my best. Uh, my favorite was part four and it's, uh, this is kind of a cop out because he doesn't actually die as we find out, but Jason, uh, Tommy Jarvis with the machete through the fucking face and him sliding Sliding up and down in that fucking Mm -hmm. thing. Awesome. The effects were so cool. Uh, it's one of those moments where I, I, I half got up out of my seat and pointed and laughed at the screen. Um, (laughs) That speaks more to me than the movie. Um, but I will say that runner-up uh, is uh, a sleeping bag kill, but it's the one in part 12 with Over the Campfire. All campfire. right, my turn. Uh, my favorite kill in the whole series, best kill is part 12, sleeping bag <laughs> oven. I've given two it. awards to part 12 already. Sleeping bag oven is so goddamn good. Uh-huh. So good. This The way the series treats sleeping bag kills is so fucking good. That's why I named my drink the sleeping bag spicy oven, whatever, <laughs> margarita. <laughs> Just the fact that he, Jason has a wherewithal to fucking hang a woman up over a fire as she bakes inside her sleeping bag yeah. is bananas. And, and right. I, I love all sleeping bag kills. Those actually are probably my two runners up in X and in seven. And just to not uh, beat a dead horse, I guess in two, is it two? I think two or four where the girl is in the hammock and that, the, oh, oh shit. The impaling and she's reading the fango. I think it's that's hammock. three. That's three. three. That's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I fucked up during the recap. I was like, and the kill win. Oh, yeah, that's three. (laughs) Which three had another one of my favorites, which is the upside down dick chop. Oh, the guy (laughs) sliced in half, and he just chops his dick and most of his body. But yeah, Yeah, the dick dick chop was good too. Space time pop says my fave kill is when the girl gets her face frozen and smashed in Jason X. Jason X. X. That's really yeah, good. That's a great a fantastic one. That is a really, one. really good. So space time pop for that. Thank awesome. you. Space, space, space time pop. <laughs> space time pop. No wonder you space like X. Space time pop. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like someone made a Twitch account just to <laughs> comment that comment. <laughs> space time pop. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so you guys took my number one and number two kills, yeah, meaning oven sleeping bag and girl on girl sleeping bag. <laughs> so <laughs> sleeping bags, man. My third favorite kill, surprisingly, is from five, which is the Hindu basket sword uh, kill when the guy <gasps> is in the porta potty. Oh yeah, the biker guys in the porta potty <laughs> avoiding the yeah, fucking singing. diarrhea. So oh. yeah, I have. What did he say? I have it written down. Hold on. <laughs> it, he, it's fucking. 
it his fucking... girls outside the shitter. They're yeah. Singing oh yeah. Together. He's like, I'm sorry, I gotta leave. Those damn enchiladas. <laughs> and then he yeah. leaves to the outhouse where it's that magic trick where swords get pushed yeah. into a box and he has to yeah. avoid all of them. It's yeah. A good kill. It's a good. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Good Very so good. Weird. Very weird. So weird. All right. So next okay. award. Uh, best Tommy Dar- Darvish or Jarvis? Jarvis. Darvish. Jarvis. Yes. Tommy Jarvis. There was an Indian guy Jarvish. in this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, 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 Lucas, for your for your no, best Tommy Jarvis. We yes, could probably, we could probably group this one. There's there's three things to choose from, mm-hmm. and they uh, Tommy Jarvis is probably the most famous character that come out of it because he's the only one that really gets some uh, yeah further mm-hmm. sequences. Yeah, uh, Austin, how do you want to start that? Um, uh, my, I, I liked Tommy Jarvis in six. Ooh, I liked, okay. I really liked the development of that character. I like, I understood and liked his motivation. Um, I liked that as the driving force behind that movie. Um, I thought the actor did a great job. So I'm all in on, on six Tommy Jarvis. I am also with Tom Austin. Matthews. Tom Matthews. Yeah. I'm Tom Matthews, Matthews indeed. Uh, I'm also with Austin on that. However, my reasons are not as, uh, are, um, I don't know, elevated as Austin's. Mine are strictly because I wanted to kill Corey Feldman, the entire movie of part, part entirety of part four, similar to the man that played Jason in part four. Thank you, documentary, for uh, uh, informing us that that man wanted to beat the fuck out of Corey Feldman that entire movie <laughs> Love that. Uh, through wants the entire production process. Everyone. And also, part five, that guy just sucks. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Uh, Don't know what your name uh, is. John Shepard. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Moving on. I love you still. Also, he did his note, best. Producer his note best. for the audience. One time, <laughs> Austin, Cody, and I visited a buddy of ours in New York. And on that plane was Mr. Corey Feldman himself. Yes. And if you're and- wondering if he's weird, he's weird. Well, do you, know what, <laughs> do you remember why he was going to New York? No, I forgot. Remember, so a couple days later, do you remember when he did that super weird, like, Good Morning America? Yes. Oh, that performance? He was going to New York to do that performance because he had his band on the flight and they were all in coach. So all these, like, hot ladies would occasionally walk up, like, to and from first class and he would come out. And he was going to New York to do that weird-ass fucking performance. And if I remember correctly, he was on the flight home as well. May I don't remember that. I believe you. What? <laughs> we had the exact same itinerary as Corey Feldman. <laughs> Unbelievable. On, the, on that fam- infamous flight show. Yeah. Um, on that note, my favorite Tommy Jarvis is Corey Feldman. Uh, yeah. I, I totally dis. <sighs> Child stardom fucks people up. We have seen yes. this throughout the years. This was probably maybe the inception of his child stardom. Uh, the documentary who is narrated, which is narrated by Corey Feldman. And mm-hmm. I don't know how, <laughs> wait, how really? Much you take. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you want to punch him. You want to take his voice and kill it. The entire mo- the entire time, the entire seven good hours. Job, good job narrating. But, um, yeah, no problem. but he, he talks about his time doing the Friday movies and how, how much you can believe it, whatever he loved it. And the, the behind the scenes on part four, especially is so intriguing um, mm-hmm. how he just wanted, he, that was his first break. This was, he couldn't do the other Fridays. Like he says he wanted to do because he got the Goonies mm-hmm. called him, which, okay, sure. Maybe I believe it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, this is the thing that set him off. And I think it's a really good fucking performance in, in the movie. What we see, like his weirdness shines through his charm. He has charm does shine through like, He's the ending man. That's so good to me. Yeah. 
Uh, six. <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah. God. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Tom Matthews again, getting some good love. Figuring, figuring out him. He's the guy who introduced electricity into Jason, who seems to live and die by electricity for the rest mm-hmm. of the ser- for the rest of the series. <laughs> it helps. He loves it. He loves it. <laughs> so now we've come to our final award, uh, which is best Jason. I will, I will, and I will kick this off. Um, are we talking actor or Jason? Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever okay. you want. Then I will go with Jason. And my, my favorite Jason by a mile was part seven. When he has been, cause at the end of six, he's locked at the bottom of uh, the lake. So in seven, he emerges half decomposed and he's got some bones exposed and his spine is coming out and you can see some ribs. And like you said, at the end when his mask comes off and he's just got the gnarliest face and the creature effects on that are so good. Uh, yeah. I loved everything about that. Jason. Kane Hodder's first performance in the role. It uh, was. Yeah. And uh, my first go around, uh, I agreed with you, Austin. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like that was it was uh, Kane Hodder's performance, and that was absolutely terrifying, um, actually unnerving for me. However, the second viewing for me, I actually think that Steve Dash in part two, um, God, so mm. takes it. Um, there's something about his the way that he moves um, that is very. Um, I don't know. It's unnerving to me the entire time. Um, both times that I, both times that I watched it on this go around, uh, yeah. just very, I don't know the, the, his jolt and maybe it's baghead. Maybe it's the you one, eye. one eye. Yeah. Maybe it's just the <laughs> eye that did it for me, but it's something about it was just very fucking terrifying to me. I thought it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Steve dash, my pick part two. Well, two real quick Two on that note Two had my favorite shot. I think in the entire series, which is when Ginny first makes her way into his little hovel and there's that window and you see Jason just sprinting towards oh. the house and she hasn't noticed him yet. And then she sees him and I oh. fucking love that shot. That's that is so tied, good. Dude. That is tied with the lightning silhouette kill in four for like my favorite shot in the whole thing. Steve Miner, who was uh, Sean Cunningham's like di- assistance on the first one, he directed two, two and three and he went on to direct Lake Placid. And I think even the My Bloody Valentine remake, just some fucking Stone Cold classics. Look, that's mm-hmm. like two is great. Um, my favorite Jason is also my favorite actor in the role, uh, Ted White in in Part Four. Uh, oh, that, that was the first time that we got, I believe, unstoppable force of nature, Jason. Uh, you get the the famous. He's done the through the window stuff before, but you get the famous, he just explodes through the door toward the end of the film. Like the door is eviscerated. He just jumps through that fucker. Mm-hmm. And I watched that movie clearly before watching the doc. So I didn't know the behind the scenes, but I just felt like that Jason just was fed the fuck up. He <laughs> like was, he meant goddamn business. And it was a stunt man who had been in, he was, he was what 56 or something when he made the movie. Uh-huh. So he was a seasoned stunt man who came in to do a job he got along with, after a while, got along with Savini and got along with everyone except for Corey Feldman and notably didn't enjoy really the thought of making that movie, but realized shortly after how kind of special it was. I just, that was the first time I was like, oh, Jason as a physical, physical threat to me was, was fucking great. I'm, mm-hmm. I love that one. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna say six. Yep, six is my favorite because uh, zombie Jason is best Jason. Yeah. <laughs> CJ Graham or whatever. Yeah, that is CJ that who Graham, played it. CJ Graham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it, he was still there to me. That unstoppable force of murder that appeared in three. Um, because four four was great, but he was still a little like uncharismatic. So like six six for me brought brought a little charisma to the character of Jason, but just enough because it's like uh, you go they went too much in eight, just too much, and then <laughs> and then and then uh, and then yeah, I think I do believe that six is best Jason. Yeah, the fun little tidbit about that is that they had uh, the documentary gives out they re- had to recast that Jason very very shortly, mm-hmm. shortly because the first guy was a little bit too chubby. <laughs> show the <laughs> yeah. shot of like his like ham hocks. I'm like, damn, yeah. he's been squatting. This Jason has <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little too meaty for him be, having been dead. For it's a such while. a wonderful <laughs> image of Jason squatting in mm-hmm. the woods too, just like mm-hmm. by himself, yeah, like a fucking tree trunk. Yes, yeah, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> what the hell else he does? He has a thing to do once a year he's probably bored as shit <laughs> so i know that we're technically done with awards yeah mm-hmm. but i want to do a wild card give it okay i want to do a wild card award for best final girl mm. because that's one thing that i think we haven't noted in this movie and that is uh how this film or these this series perpetuates the uh the final girl trope right mm. every single or not every not every single movie but almost every single movie has a final girl in it mm-hmm. and i think that is such an important part of 80s slasher films in particular so i thought that that might be an interesting final wild card award yeah for sure okay uh, i'll kick it off again and i'm, I'm taking courtesies because i completely agree it's jenny by a mile i mean there's just something about that character that is uh, the way, like, like I like with her using her child psychology to get in the mind and putting on the sweater. I love that scene. She's engaging to watch. She's tough. Um, yeah, Ginny loved Ginny, loved Ginny. And I am also taking Ginny for the exact same reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, I've said my piece. Ginny, Ginny, Ginny across the board. Ginny across the board. Is that the wow? Are you unanimous? Unanimous on Jenny. Cool. Jenny's the It's like Amy Steele. Amy Steele, I know you're watching. Mm -hmm. Know that we love you. Yes. Amy Steele, we love you. We can probably we can probably get her onto a shoutcast after this. She'll I mean, you could maybe argue seven. I forget what the girl from seven is. Oh, the the tell it, yeah. Yeah, but but she also has to have a superpower to like stand up against him. So that's like it that it detracts from it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and she kind of irritated me in general. but yeah, Ginny. Ginny has to use her education and smarts and bravery to mm-hmm. face him, and that's makes that makes her the strongest final girl of anyone in this series. Well, we're so a, a complete shut agreement, Ginny. <laughs> Ginny, shut approved. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Now, before we do our next segment, I think we should all take a moment to go to the bathroom. Oh, he's got to go that. again. Also, I'm going to piss my pants. Okay. So, if you're listening, we are getting to the end of this. We yes. thank you for well, just I know this with is so long. It's Thanks. Saturday night, man. We're just hanging out. So I yeah. appreciate y'all. We appreciate yeah. y'all hanging out with us. Yeah. We're going to pee again. Yes. <laughs> so now uh, I'm going. I don't okay, you go. Cody's going. You go. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go too then. Yeah. Okay. okay.
<laughs> Lucas, do you have to go? Nope. Oh, still. Yep. Should we look at the chat? Is there anything in the chat? Uh, Sir Brian Forrest says, stunt yes. Jason from Never Hike Alone. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. That's not enough words. And then a uh, uh, winky face, bubble emoticon, and then a sloth. Is that a sloth? No, it's an owl waving. So I don't okay. know. What that means. <laughs> don't know what that means. Sorry. So I'm sorry. I don't know what Jason. Uh, oh, Never Hike Alone was a fan film by Womp Stomp. Oh, I saw that in Friday the Thirteenth YouTube stuff. Because yeah. instead of doing so, instead of doing the six-hour documentary, I did uh, do like a one-hour. Someone breaking down all of them, just like the plot. So I'm like, okay, let me try to organize all these in my head. Yeah. And I saw in my search there was a fan film. Oh, and I okay. guess this is the most famous one. Is probably oh. what he's referring to. Oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. He just linked it. We're not going to show it. But no. he linked it. <laughs> it I, not not that I don't want to, no. Sir Brian. But no. I technologically, I don't know how that's going to shut this I don't thing know down. About any of this. Um, but we will. I will check it out, and we will maybe mention it. We were discussing never hike podcast. alone. You're. I can't hear you. Oh, it's never hike alone, and never it's, hike in it's, the snow. it's Brian's girlfriend's talking to us. Ha ha! Just watch Lemon. it. Okay. Yeah, Lennon Lennon. Is, oh Lennon. In the it's it's not canon, but it is participated with people who made the Friday films and some of the actors. I think Tom Matthews worked on Never Hike in the Snow with them. Oh, um, so that's coming out shortly. And our Lennon plays fucking Pamela Voorhees in this. So that's what. All right, well, oh. we're gonna, uh, a little self promo here. The, I see what's happening. Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> if we can officially do that, but here we are. We yeah. just did it on the show. Yeah, official. <laughs> Wait, Borver, right, Borver versus Jason? Wow, oh, no. pumpy breaks, kid. Pumpy well, we're well, almost well, there. Well, <laughs> Austin, go pee. Or someone? Anyone else need to pee? Nope, we're good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right, last couple of segments we got for you. Yeah, we want to give you before our final ranks. The shud version of the Friday the Thirteenth that should exist. Yeah, we'll give you our elevator pitch. We're gonna trade off premise yeah. by premise, idea by idea. Yeah, we're, we're writing this on the spot, writing it down for you right now. Mm-hmm. So we just want to put the disclaimer out there: um, it's ours. You can't take it. Yeah, no. And if you <laughs> want to invest, please email us. We'll make it. Yeah, we have an email. James Cameron, email. I know we had bad things to say about you earlier. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. James Cameron, you can't you direct stayed. the movie. James Cameron's not allowed. Everybody else love but not James Cameron. Well, you can fund it. Yes, he, yeah, he yeah. can give us money. Okay. It's fine, I'll Cody. take his blood money. That's fine. <laughs> Curtis, do you want to kick this off? I know Curtis has something, uh, at least a, a premise no, no, written. No, no referencing your phone. Friday 13th. I wasn't... I wasn't I, um, I, we uh, we divulged information. <laughs> it's okay. Nah, who's, who's listening to this? <laughs> well, yeah. The edited version sometime down the line. We'll have you all by, forgotten by now. Um, yeah. So, yes. I'm going to start pretty basically. Mm-hmm. Year 2020. Coronavirus. COVID-19. Camp Crystal Lake is overtaken by a sea of college spring breakers who just want to get the fuck out. Right. They're not heeding the warning party. They just want to go and party. Uh Uh-huh. And then 
Jason's there because the reason that he hates premarital sex so much is because of the dangers to the health of the youth. And, and so he's really, this time, he's not as upset about the sex. He's mostly upset about all the people endangering themselves by being in large groups. So he's going to thin the herd. In, in a sense, to a is public he, service. Is he, so is he going after the guys with like herpes this time? Like, no, like the dirty dudes? Yeah, all of them. Because they should oh, be just all of them? large okay. groups because of the COVID-19. And his <laughs> hockey mask has a ventilator on it. Yes. But, hockey mask. But somehow, and we don't really know how, but it's a miraculous coincidence, but every single daughter of every single final girl mm-hmm. from every single one of these movies happens to be at Camp Crystal Lake. And oh, wow. all of them kind of go, oh, my spidey sense is tingling. And they show up and they try to go, hey, stop partying here. And also, weird guy that was dead from part two, Crazy Ralph, I believe, he comes back to life. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that. And this is because they have instituted a, an immersion therapy course for all these women who have had these awful experiences. They're, it's time to go back. It's time to go back and deal with your fears. So we must do this during quarantine because there's no one else is going to be out there. No mm. one else. Promise. <laughs> right. So Jason comes, we're in between now, I think, part nine and part 10 and continuity wise, Mm -hmm. um, Jason, his ventilator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So the, the unspoken, the unspoken slasher in the film is COVID-19. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's starting to pick people off. And Jason's like, what the fuck COVID-19? Like I get to kill these people. You don't got beef. You got beef. Yeah. And so they, the, the kids realize that the, the mask on Jason's mask, they can poke holes in it mm-hmm. to give him COVID-19. Oh, shit. But it doesn't so, work because the COVID-19 actually makes him way stronger and bigger. He's, <laughs> he's 30 feet tall now. He's 30 foot tall, COVID-19, Corona Written. Jason. So when he stabs with the machete, you also get COVID. So if you, if you were to survive the machete wound, you would slowly die from uh, breathing, uh, you know. So, so is is COVID still taking more lives than he would like? And so now Jason has a problem with legislation mm-hmm. and handling so COVID. Goes, so now it's to Jason to the White House. Yes. <laughs> yes. Huge. Huge Jason to the White House. Jason takes D.C. And, and from Curtis, do you, can I take this? Take it. Take yeah, it. please. From the White House, the Secretary of State, Tommy Jarvis, Tommy Jarvis, <laughs> Darvish, he's Tommy an Indian Jarvis. guy now, <laughs> comes out and goes, hey man, I thought you were fucking dead. To, to the big Jason? Uh-huh. <laughs> to the big Jason. Okay. Hey, hey man. And then, <laughs> to big pound, pound, pound. Stabs him, yeah. Bring it in. Big, big machete. <laughs> yeah, because backstory, well, we flashed a backstory. We flashed to how Tommy Jarvis got out of the mental institution, how he escaped after well, so part you're six. Going with, so you're going with certainly five. arrested. So um, you're going with the five Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> five Jarvis. <laughs> no, 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 because part six, he still escaped. He's oh, just somehow, he? yeah, he's still just miraculously escaped from mental institutions. So after we go to what happens after part six, of course, we flash back. But then part whatever we're on. Uh-huh. He, 13. Yes. Man. 
Secretary of State, Tommy Jarvis. Wow. We're really blowing this, guys. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> well, it all comes back to the fact that underneath Camp Crystal Lake is just a, a sanctuary of dead bats. So bat soup, Jason's been just marinating in the dead Camp Crystal Lake bat soup forever. And he's, <laughs> he's immune. He's immune yeah. to oh. the awful effects of COVID-19. Wow. We should have just gone with our original pitch idea of, of boar versus Jason. Mm-hmm. And well, that, requires knowledge, <laughs> that requires knowledge of our uh, Boar universe, which they'll listen, they'll learn about as we release the episodes. This is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, there was <laughs> that. <laughs> probably <laughs> the episode, but it's we'll there. probably yeah, we'll probably edit that out of the we'll audio version. Mm-hmm. We'll work out the kinks and come back to your audience. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for our our lists, our final ranking lists. Of of in order best to worst what we think these movies what what they should be viewed as the final the final rundown let's go let's go rapid fire from twelve to one each of us what do you think you want to start it Austin yeah I'll start it so I'm going last to best yep all right mm-hmm. in my last place I have five mm-hmm. followed by ten mm-hmm. followed by eleven. Followed by eight, then twelve, the reboot, then three, because I really hated three. Then I have seven, New Blood. Then, despite my feelings, I have nine, Jason Goes to Hell. Then one, uh, six, two gets my second place. And it was a real close tie for my number one, which is four, the final chapter. I put that in the top oh, spot. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Love that rank. So I ranked these movies. I, I actually ended up ranking them three times. <laughs> um, uh, the first ranking, the second ranking, and then after I finished the documentary series this morning, I made a third and quote-unquote final ranking. Um, I'll note that all three of them are almost dramatically different, but number one always remains. Uh, so, uh, And the last four always remain. Um, so. Uh, from 12 onward. Uh, my least favorite is 11, uh, also known as Freddy versus Jason. Uh, then part eight, that bullshit piece of shit, Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, part nine, after that. Oh. Part 10, Jason X. Ah. Okay. Uh, part five. Oh. Uh, part 12, or the 12th reboot remake after reboot, that. Yeah. And then seven, Three, one, two, four, and my favorite of all of them, Jason Lives, part six. I am oh, so nice. happy about that because you were, you were very different on one certain film for a long time. And Would I- you like me to read my initial rankings just for the hell of it? Go ahead. Get after it. Just for the hell of it. Out there. 11, 8, 9, 10, 12, 7, 4, Five, two, one, three, and six. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Wildly so different. Wildly different. Granted, um, the last four always remain constant, and the first one is always the same. Mm-hmm. All right, mine. Um, I stuck with mine after the first run through I had with them, and the bewildering thing about Doc is it makes you think that every one of these is the best fucking movie ever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's generous I'm, from from. From back to forward, I have uh, 
because I can't remember which one it is. Uh, Freddy versus Jason last goes to hell next nine, 10, eight, five, then the reboot, then seven, then three, one, six, two, and four. Mm. So, we, we both had six, two, four. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. I think I got the weird one here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I, but only not weird is five is at my bottom. Mm-hmm. And then eight takes Manhattan. Yeah. And then number one. Oh, wow. Holy I'm not going to waver. Wow. I'm not going to waver in that when I started this, I was exceedingly bored. <laughs> I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fight my feelings on this. And two was just a little better than that because it was just oh, the same fuck. movie. So the one oh, then two. Oh my god. Uh, three is right <sighs> after that. <laughs> and initially, I loved three. I was I like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. I know I did. But then eleven happened. <laughs> uh, twelve right after that. Okay. Uh, and then Jason X is there. Jason X is heading up right in the middle of the list for me. <laughs> okay. Um, goes to hell. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> goes to hell. <laughs> uh, and then seven. Okay. And then four. And then six. Wow. Fuck. I can get down with the top of that list. That's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah. That's wild. Wait, Lucas, did you put four and six as your final two? Yes. Hey, we're same, same. Okay, cool. We all have four up there in the top two. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. yeah, I think we can all agree four is great. I, you know what's funny is that four is actually, I think, the more solid movie of all of them. It's yeah. just six had a charm to it, I think, that right. spoke to all of us more. I and I, I, I four, four the thing about four is like it feels like the most Jason-y Friday the 13th of them. Because like the first one, it's not Jason. Two, he's got the sack. Three's so riddled with 3D nonsense. <laughs> it's really not till four that you have like hockey mask, uh, lots of nudity, machete, murder, yeah. machete. It just feels the most like Jason-y. Like it feels like the most like condensed version of what I like about these movies. Mm-hmm. So the first time that I watched four, I watched three and four on the same night. Mm-hmm. And I thought three was just a hell of a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I had never, I, I, I thought I'd seen three, but I never had. And I loved it. I thought it was just, uh, it hit every beat that I loved, despite the terrible 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, and then four happened. And while I really loved the characters in four, I really cared about the characters in four. Unlike almost all of the other Friday movies. I don't, I don't give a shit about any of the characters, really. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't think that four had any of the fun. It just wasn't as fun as three mm-hmm. uh, to me which is why I think my initial reaction was that I thought four was not as good. And then I watched five the next day and well, you yeah. know, weed and alcohol make five. Awesome. Okay. And that's fair. It. Fair. fair. Amongst other things, Cody. <laughs> no, Lucas. No, that's I am a 30 year old man. I'm not doing those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Our last segment, we're gonna time. we're going to rate this bitch. What we do is we we rate to whatever extent. It isn't always stars. is isn't always whatever. It's whatever we feel like we're going to rate this. to whatever quantification we want to give it. Uh, let's rate the entire Friday series. The entirety of it. Do I have to go first? 
I can go first. I'll go yeah, first. Yeah, you go okay. first. 157 <laughs> hockey mask-shaped shutter skulls. This is a shutter podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they get 157 for all the, the official Jason uh, kills in this series. I have talked about it already. I this, these, these aren't my favorite movies ever. No, but they have a really strange place in my heart now. And I will remember this time during quarantine with you crazy assholes doing this more than a lot of other things in my life, I believe. So (laughs) I, I love these movies, every single one of them, despite the ones I hate. And Jason has a special place in my heart. 157. Nice. I'll go. Okay. Do it. Get it. Get it. Uh, I will give this um, 195 kills in a series. Um, sorry, Curtis. Uh, whatever. Almost ripping yours off. Um, Did mine first. This is true. Uh, this series to me is nothing short of subpar uh, B-movie fodder. And I love that. Um, I know what I'm going to get every time I turn one of these movies on. Granted, they change it up on you a few times. Whether or not it works, it sometimes does. Actually, I'd say that every time they try to change it up, it really doesn't work very well. But at least you still know that you're gonna get you're you're gonna get the basic the basics that you want from these movies. You're gonna get. I started going into this having this towards the bottom of my favorites as far as franchise horror. Immediately towards the top, I can't say that it's my favorite, but I can say that it's definitely top three as far as franchise horror goes it's just so much fun through and through and like you curtis i'll never forget doing quarantine uh watching all of these making my wife suffer through (laughs) 12 fucking friday the 13th movies and i'll never forget her face when she can't because i was I, i was working i've been working from home obviously and i'm sitting in my room and i'm watching uh the friday the 13th movies again on while I'm working and she comes downstairs one day and uh, I have part five on again and she's like you're watching this again really really you're watching it again and I'll never forget the look on her face Um, (laughs) so uh, really this uh, this series takes a special place in my heart because of quarantine I'll never forget the look on her face as she was packing her bags (laughs) (laughs) I'll give this franchise 168 hours to commemorate the past week that has been spent almost entirely relentlessly watching every minute of everything possible on this fucking franchise. (laughs) We didn't do the TV series. We didn't do the show. Well, that doesn't, I don't think that counts. It's not Jason. Or the shorts. Uh, Okay, okay. Uh, I I had not seen these movies before. I had seen the original one, and that is the only one that I had seen. So this was all new for me. And, you know, like any journey, there were lots of ups, lots of downs, uh, some fun, unexpected turns, some nightmare slogs. But as a whole, I think I kind of do really love these movies. Um, there's something so fun about the ones that are good and even the ones that suck mostly have a quality that you can at least like laugh at and have fun watching. Um, and I found an unexpected treasure for me in, uh, Jason goes to hell. And amazingly, that's the only one that I now own. (laughs) It was, it was $1 more to buy on Amazon versus rent. And I, no matter what the movie is, 
<laughs> if it's a dollar more to buy it, I will buy it because if I have watched it again, I have saved money. I own the movie Heat and I've watched it one time because <laughs> it was a dollar more. And now I have Jason Goes to Hell and I'm way more excited about that than Heat. But anyway, I think these are super fun and I understand the, the fan base and the franchise. Um, I don't want to watch them all again, probably <laughs> ever. Um, but I will, I will always remember this week and, and it's kind of a sick fun to be shackled to this Herculean <laughs> task of constantly watching these fucking movies. <laughs> okay. I, I will give the Friday the 13th franchise 69 premarital coitus moans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because, <clears throat> because this franchise gives back the more you put into it. So I that in that I mean watch all of it because Jason gets unfolded throughout this entire franchise and every it's it was so fun to watch every director's take on what they loved uh about the Jason story um whether they wanted to add lore whether they liked the nudity whether they didn't whether they more brutal kills more quick kills uh, there was something about it, but the the only thing that was unwavering was that Jason is an unstoppable force of murder, and I love I love that franchise for that, and uh, and I hope everyone else watches the entire franchise because you I mean I think you have to because if you just watch the first one, you, you, Jason's not going to need it. <laughs> if you have any takeaway watch more than the first one yes <laughs> yeah definitely watch more than part one do, at least do the first four you'll know absolutely do the first four that's like first a contained story first mm-hmm. four skip five watch six yep. there you go we yep. could argue about that forever but <laughs> <laughs> watch six we've I come said skip to five and watch six end. we've come we've to the come end to the end <laughs> We, of this behemoth episode, this introduction to the Shudcast. Um, you're going to get audio-only episodes for at least a little bit, just podcasts where we, for an hour to an hour and a half, not three hours, no, talk not about like random-ass but great and weird things that are on Shudder uh, because they're our mother and our sponsor already. The, the money is an obscene Shudder. You should stop sending it. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, guys, what do you have to say as we come to the end of our inaugural unveiling? Anything? Uh, I would like to say, as we roll these out, I will not be in the first few, so don't <laughs> uh, feel confused. I showed up later, despite the fact that I have known all of these people for a very long time. Um, I would say if you like horror and you think that we're fun, then you should absolutely check it out. They're going to be a lot fucking shorter than this thing was. Um, and I think we're fun. And if you don't, well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I will I will like to mention that we started this project well before quarantine. Okay? I know there's a lot of podcasts coming out right now, but this came into inception probably about last December. So December, the fun yeah. part about this podcast is that you actually be able to chronicle our experiences starting from do you hear about this crazy guy eating bat soup in China to I can't get toilet paper. <laughs> So I I highly suggest this podcast uh, and and keep up with us. The the release rates uh, might be weekly, might be bi-weekly. We don't know yet. 
but um also but, check out check out the sweet trailer we put out i from my from my understanding not a lot of you got to see it i think we got fucked by instagram's algorithm a little bit i we, we none of us play the social media game very much I so got it. uh make sure to check out at shudcast on instagram watch the wonderful trailer that we put out the copy written by Curtis, the theme music written by our very young Cody and Austin, and then I slapped it all together to make a fun little thing for you to watch on Instagram. It's glorious. Did it in two days in quarantine. Mm -hmm. So proud of it. Hope you guys enjoy it and then enjoy it. The next, so the first episode you're going to hear to get yourselves ready for next week, you'll be hearing a Takashi Miike double feature. Uh, The very first thing we did right before Christmas, uh, Cody Lucas and I watched Ichi the Killer and Audition. On in Shutter. the same day, yeah, in the same <laughs> fucking day, and that still haven't recovered. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad so, idea. I didn't hear it. Haven't seen them. Please do so and listen to us. Just melt down and hear hear the first time. This is a well oiled machine by now. We're mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, hear hear us uh, put slap this bitch together. <laughs> by the way, uh, Curtis, you might want to retract your previous statement about a well oiled machine. If any viewer was watching this and went, this is a well-oiled machine, and they go back and go, I don't know what the fuck episode one's going to sound like. Fuck them in their opinion. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you thought that, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like a well-oiled machine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ask me in six months. It's, and It's we'll, moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. So at Shudcast, fucking uh, Shudcast at gmail.com. If you want to send mm-hmm. us any emails, <laughs> that exists. Why? But if you do, you can. <laughs> Shudcast and all the podcast things. Yeah. It should be uh, all the places. I, we don't know. And if you showed up, go ahead. I would like to take a moment to thank Shudder. Oh, yes. Thank you, Shudder. Our glorious thank you, mother. Our glorious thank you Lord. for everything. Thank you for Friday the 13th. Should we pray? Should we take a moment and pray? I am, I am, Who wants to lead in prayer? Not I don't me. have this something like to burn. Going. I don't need to burn something. <laughs> I want, I, I'll burn for you. Here's the candle. Okay. Uh, dear Shutter, everybody close their eyes and bow their heads. Yeah, or don't. Um, who cares? Dear Shutter, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for Friday the 13th and giving them to us for quarantine. Uh, thank you for the seven-hour piece of shit documentary. Not piece of shit, but sort of piece of shit. Um, uh, thank you for Joe Bob. Thank you for bringing Joe Bob back. Um, thank you. Patron Saint Joe Bob mm-hmm. Shutter. Thank Patron you. Patron Saint Thank Joe so Bob. Much. Next, please br- give us all of the Hellraiser movies. Thanks. Yes. Next yeah. quarantine we do. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but in a while. We're not doing Make a uh, virus amen. myself if we have to. <laughs> all, right. all right, y'all. Uh, thank, thank you, for everybody, for watching. You. If you're still here. Anyone who tuned uh, Yeah, actually, all. Lucas, yeah. how many people are still watching? Uh, we just reached a peak, so let's just keep going. We just, re- <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? just keep Roll vamping. Back. Yeah, we just reached a peak. What does well, that mean? What, what else did you guys mean? watch this week? Like we have a high. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't do. We didn't do. What we yeah, we didn't do what we watched this. To week. be fair, are there any comments that we haven't that we have? Oh, here we go. Have you watched TV shows like Party of Five Friends, CSI, Family Guy, and The People's Court? All right, we're gonna go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Unreal. really fun. We'll see you next time. Uh, I've, I've watched Night Court. That's about it. All right. <laughs> I have never heard of this. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. 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 Love you all.